I don't care if all your guardians been waiting for light fall all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black of the Black Times. I'm your host, Kududu's Project, coming to you live and direct from the Vista. Smoke down, fam, with all the dankest of dank shit on my left. Oh, the ninja in the world, oh, ninja. Do you know the way? Rafiki know the way. <laughs> all right. Well, my far right engineering on the ones and twos, choking people out on three sports chronos. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm. Well, I just got the notification. We are YouTube knows that we're live. <laughs> Good shit. Back up in this motherfucker. Blue is out in the wild with his family doing his thing. Stitches in the wind doing his thing. But we got a trisector here for y'all. Hmm. What happened here? Hmm. Uh oh. Problems? Uh, it'll be a fix in a second here. All right. There's a problem with uh, YouTube again because, you know, YouTube's going to YouTube. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. So while he's doing that, uh, then let's switch it up a little bit then, old ninja. You usually pour out something malty, frothy, brownie? Uh, not this week. Last week we had a, a, a plethora of uh, our daily departed, but this week I have nothing to report. Plus, oh, I think y'all deserve to break. <laughs> All right, good enough. Uh, uh, still no. Nope, it's working. We're, we're good. We're good. Okay, um, cool. All right, listener of the week would be uh, Carlson Durkin. So thank you very much for listening. We definitely appreciate it. And first in the chat would be my lovely oldest daughter. So, awesome, awesome. It's weird that I say oldest because I have more than one kid. It's that's always gonna be weird to me. <laughs> Just having kids, plural. There you go. There you go. Oh, man. We got so much to get into. God damn it. This week. Holy fucking shit. That we do. Um, it was actually rather eventful over the past week and for gaming, especially because of Gamescom started, I believe it was yesterday was the uh, was day one it was the first mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. It was uh, a lot of stuff. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, extra mind blowing, but there were some definite, you know, good announcements that uh, that were cool. So, y'all, did y'all watch any of this? I saw, no, some of the I, I saw some of the highlights of it. This is the one over in Germany, right? Yeah, somewhere in Europe. I, it's, it's all Europe. I, I, probably in Germany, sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start treating all of Europe like they treat Africa. It's just it's all the same place. There you, know? you go. <laughs> Damn. It's a country, right? Europe? There you yeah. go. <laughs> One big ass country. Let's go. Um, where do you want to start first in terms of stuff that was most exciting? Um, I got for me. There was a few things that were you know sort of exciting. Uh, I got to say the Callisto Protocol continues to look amazing. Oh, yeah. Like if mm. if you liked um, what was the Dead Space? If you like Dead Space mm -hmm. at all, like this is right up your goddamn alley. Like it's just like Dead Space. It's dank as fuck. It's, there's a lot of gore. Um, it's creepy. A lot of really cool lighting effects. Um, really uh, messed up deaths so far. Uh, I, I was a, a minor fan of the first, you know, Dead Space. I didn't complete the, the game, unfortunately. I play a lot of oh, games. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, it's just one of those things where I just, you know, get, didn't get a chance to, to beat it. But I didn't like it. It was just creepy, you know? Yeah, it is creepy. creepy. But the thing about the end is there's a, there's a huge twist, mm. a major twist. And I was like, oh, it's like uh, on the level of uh, Bioshock. Oh, okay. Mm. I think that's why 
it resonated. And it's kind of weird because in the second game, it's co-op. Or, I'm sorry, the second game has a co-op story. So there's oh. two campaigns. There's a co-op story and a single-player story. And I guess they intertwine kind of. So, And then part three, I think, is co-op as well. I have all three. We've only beaten the first one, though. Mm-hmm. So. Um, there you go. Another cool game that got a, that got you know more press was oh excuse me I'm very sorry about that I had to burp that's probably really gross in years sorry um, is Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy which is uh, if you're a Harry oh, Potter fan, oh yeah even if you're not a Harry Potter fan this game looks fucking dope <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, I for one am a Harry Potter fan I read all the books and I've watched all the movies um, and yeah this this looks it looks amazing it looks like you were getting a Harry Potter game that is worthy of the uh, the book series. You know, even though people have a problem with, you know, J.K. Rowling as like a turf right now, um, she still wrote a pretty good book series, in my opinion. <laughs> so none of that, none of that, you know, exclusionary stuff was in her books. So I just kind of let it go. It, now, I know they had a whole bunch back in like the aughts and the heyday of Harry Potter, like some Lego tie-ins mm-hmm. and probably even some movie tie-ins that were non-Lego. How were those? I played none of them. I didn't play any of the. I mean, Lego games are Lego games. You know, they're 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 just they're Lego games. They're not bad. They're not great, but they're Lego games. Um, and mm, but are, there's one that's great. Really? But, <laughs> all right. Yeah, uh, Skywalker Saga is pretty great. I mean, but they they all follow basically the the storyline of the material, right? So they're not. Oh like, yeah, yeah. There's there's very few original Lego games like that. You know, like they're, they're not going to take a franchise and then build upon the franchise with a Lego game, as far as I've seen. Somebody could correct me if you want. Um, I just I just haven't seen that. So, I guess uh, maybe the the um, the Lego Batman stuff because there it seems like they have original stories. Okay. Okay. Like Lego sure. Lego Batman two because like you have to fight like a, a Joker mech where uh, Lex Luthor built it with Joker and they terrorize Gotham and that it seems original to me. I, I could be wrong, but I, I haven't seen anything like that. Where you know Batman and Superman have to team up to take down Joker and Lex and their mega, mega mech or their Joker mech and a bunch of stuff. And there's all the also other characters that pop up as well. So I feel like they used used an original story and just used the Lego characters to make a DC story. But non Lego though. But non Lego though with Potter. Were there any games that you guys have played and enjoyed for a Potter franchise? No, no, no. Okay, so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about this. I mean, it, it seems like it's a long time coming. It's a huge franchise. Don't yeah. they have the the whole section of Universal Studios dedicated to nothing but Potter, right? Yeah, and it's amazing. Honestly, I, yeah. I went there a few years back. Um, I think my youngest was like maybe maybe two, probably like okay. one. Damn. So yeah, she's pretty young. Wait, uh, Prodigy, did you not see the? Um... It had a showcase that was like forty-five minutes, like a few months ago. All I did, no, I didn't. I didn't see the whole showcase for it. I saw maybe an extended trailer, and it looked really good, looked fun all the way around. Um, but I didn't see like the whole non-trailery stuff for it. I'm just kind of waiting. Oh yeah, yeah. This this Hogwarts Legacy looks like this is a Potter like RPG. Like mm. you start from you build your own character, you 
you know, get sorted into your own house. I don't know how much you weigh in on which house you go into. Uh, you like have your own room, but then you get a room off campus that you can build, make potions, make serums and all kinds of stuff. You get to add and collect stuff. You get, you can uh, have your little, I guess you get a, um, what's the, like your own kind of Dobby mm. type. I've, I've, is it a goblin? I can't remember. A house elf, you fucking plebe. Whatever, he gets, he gets so he he gets to help you one maintain your um, off campus like uh, uh, dorm as well as accompanying you on missions. Uh, you can explore the the campus. There's hidden stuff, puzzles, all kinds of stuff. Combat is crazy. You get are to you, learn. Are you Potter in this, or are you a character no, that you? Create? This is a this is a hundred years before uh, it takes place in the eighteen hundreds. That's right. Uh, okay. Like late 1800s. And yes, you create your own character. Um, it looks super amazing. Like some of there's some characters that are alive in the game that are on the wall in the films that are like, you know, in the in the paintings and stuff that um, what are they? Uh, I can't remember what they call them, but they basically they're like kind of like a myrtle yeah. where they like haunting the place. I don't know if you meet her in the game. You might. I kind of doubt it because it might be before her time even too, but there's just a there's a lot piled into this game, and it, I mean I, I'm not a huge Potter fan, but I'm excited about this game. I was looking forward to this. So it looks like it got pushed back until 2023. So yeah, good shit. We'll we'll have to wait patiently. We'll have to wait patiently. Um, the other real big one. Uh, this is what I was looking forward to, and I've been playing a whole lot with. Old Ninja of late. Destiny 2 had a huge ass fucking showcase. Yeah, I, I was watching, you know, Gamescom. Like, you know, I watched like the whole opening thing. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was watching the game. I was like, what game is this? This this looks really interesting. Turns out it was fucking Destiny and it's a it's a DLC. <laughs> I think it's called Lightbringer, right? And no, uh, Lightfall. Lightfall. So okay. there, there's Lightfall dropping next year. But they mm-hmm. had a, a good trailer for it. But then there's all kind of stuff like this pirate shit going on right now with Destiny 2. Free DLC for like a week. Um, they got stuff where you have you can they made it easier to find a fire team, you know, on, on your strikes that's, and raids. That's, that'll be on the next. That's in the, the deal. The next update that comes out in February. Okay. But yeah. But it's coming soon. They talked about Taken King something coming oh, soon. So it's the the if you're a Destiny like uh connoisseur, the uh Taken King raid, King's Fall will be live this Saturday. Um it will obviously it won't be the same raid like Vault of Glass, but it'll be very, very similar. There's already maps from um Destiny One that involved the King's Fall stuff already in destiny 2 that went live yesterday so and then, there's already stuff coming in and then the other thing was like they said no sunsetting of like the expansions i guess that was something that pissed off the whole fan base i took a break from destiny for like years and years and years old ninja so were were the yeah. fans really disappointed in in that previously yeah sunsetting stuff basically means you couldn't reuse these weapons they were stuck at like a low level they weren't gonna get like any improvements or adjustments they just sat there in your vault and they kept doing that to web basically it it enabled 
like weapons that you may have been fans of or that you use frequently, they would basically become inert. <laughs> I mean, you could use them, but they wouldn't do shit. So now they promise people that, hey, the stuff that you like, we're not going to fuck with it anymore. We're just going to let you keep playing with the stuff that you like and you'll be able to upgrade it to, you know, current status and stuff, which is makes the fans happy because they don't. It's like you have you pick a loadout with the weapons that you like and all of a sudden you can't use that stuff anymore. So that's kind of disappointing. That's cool. Uh, and then the last one that I saw that was kind of interesting, still from the Destiny 2 uh, standpoint, was partnering with uh, the game being available on the Epic Store and Fortnite, uh, well, Destiny 2 characters that we all love and know in Fortnite. And I think even in Fall Guys, if I'm not mistaken. I don't play Fall yep. Guys at all. but Yeah, it's in Fall. I think there's another one, too. I think there's a third game. Fall Guys, Dest- uh Fortnite, and I think there's one more. But yeah, you get the skins and stuff. Um, also, the reverse, you get some uh, Fortnite skins in Destiny. You get like uh, helmets and stuff, but they made it Destiny style. Some of them are actually really cool. Um, some of them will be available. Some of them are already available right now if you are impatient and you want to pay for it. But if you wait, you'll be able to just pick them up in game over the weeks, over the coming weeks. And then. Um, the Epic Game Store one, because I, I wasn't aware it wasn't available on there, but you get one of the DLCs that's valued at like 30, 40 bucks. You get it for free on the Epic Store, day, yep. like yesterday. So there you go. The, game, the game's been fun to play, man. Uh, I got back into it last couple weeks, and the whole crossplay and strikes and raids and gambit, which is that mode that's four on four and not quite <laughs> PvP, it's more PvE. But you it, can invade both. at the same time. It's both, yeah. That shit is fun. Well, it, it, <laughs> it feels good. Well, for the Gamescom stuff, the uh, you know this this new Lightfall DLC, it looked nothing like Destiny. I was like, "What is this brand new mm-hmm. game? It looks really interesting." And then at the end, it was just like, "Oh yeah, it's Destiny 2 DLC." I was like, "What the? F-? Like, <laughs> it's not even the same color palette. It's like neon and shit." <laughs> And like yeah. they have yeah. whole new villains. They have this this person with like fucking smoke coming out of their head that looks like skulls and shit. Uh, I was like, this yeah, looks the really dope. Yeah, and like a, another villain looked like basically like a a fat ass tumor. I was just like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's he's like he's basically a space sultan. So mm-hmm. he's part of the when Destiny Two first dropped. He was in the the first raid. He's mm-hmm. like this dude. Literally, when you fight him, he's sitting on a mountain of gold like gold <laughs> coins he's got like all kinds of like stuff and he's drinking drinking out of this gold chalice and you got to take him out he gets real mad because you're in his his uh treasure room and whatnot it's well, pretty apparently, pretty awesome apparently he's okay he is okay <laughs> so he he's getting an upgrade so they have they they teased him but they didn't really show his full like upgraded thing so i he's gonna be pretty pretty fucked up to deal with i'm pretty sure in the next season uh also, they talked about there's like a new, I don't know if it's a, they're humans. I guess there's a, a it's a it's a race of humans that are on Neptune because we're getting mm. Neptune in this DLC that nobody knew about. Everyone thought that they were like humanity was stuck on Earth, but no. This there's like this huge city on Neptune that's thriving. It's a I guess a utopia, and then they the guardians find out about them and they end up going there. End up breaking shit, trying to fix shit. So, Dude, I'll, interesting. I'll say this: like when I left Destiny Two, I don't know, six months, eight months, a year after launch, or whatever. 
it was a totally it, like Chronos kind of alluded to this, but it was a totally fucking different game. There's so many more planets, there's so many more modes, there's so many more things to do on this game. I had to like re understand how to play and how to even navigate the big ass fucking map because it was so fucking busy. But did you figure out how to double jump yet? Nope. Nope. He didn't. Nope. He cannot. And it's messed up. Weird, man. (laughs) He'd be holding us back. I'm like, dude, seriously, we have to like push forward to it pulls him with us. I'm like, bro, you need to figure out your jumping shit. It's a weird game. It's a weird double jump with the the what's it, the warlock or whatever. Yeah, warlock Um, has a different kind of jump. But yeah, man. Shit this shit looks fucking fun. And I guess the other thing to me for me is the fact that it's free to play. Mm -hmm. Um just make and with the crossplay or whatever just makes it so that you know you can jump on there even if you're you haven't played it in years and get up to speed fucking build up your light level quickly as fuck especially with a good clan and some folks that know what the fuck they're doing so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it. i've been playing it nearly every fucking night actually on that same yeah. vein we're going to detour for a second or a few minutes anyway away from gamescon so we'll talk about games though this is something mm-hmm. that uh prodigy just brought up is like being able to like you know get things for free and try things out um, for free. Um, one of the things that's really cool about the new uh, PlayStation Plus, like, tiers and all that shit, is that they're bringing back actual demos of games. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, you can play, so I got a ro- roller dome, and you can yeah. play, basically, you play the, the game for 35 minutes for free. And oh, okay. I, I thought it was, like, really cool because I wanted to get into, like, play, I wanted to see what it was all about. And basically, it's Tony Hawk meets fucking John Wick. And, oh what the hell yeah you shoot people on skateboards no, well you shoot people on roller skates so it's <laughs> yeah but they're in like they're in like like the arenas are like skate parks and you, you had to kill people and i'm just like it's super interesting like getting health back and getting ammo back by doing tricks and all this shit and like killing people oh. it's like super cool i only got to play a little bit of it so far um because i i, I tried to pl- i played it but then i realized that i i lost one of my um, HDMI 2.1 cables, and so like when when I first turned on, turned on my PS5, I was like, oh man, I missed like vibrant fucking screens and shit like that. And then <laughs> and then I went to go play the game, and the screen just turned off. I was oh. like, god damn it! I was like, what? The? I was like, oh, that's right, that's old fucking cable. So I I eventually like I played the game with like the old cable, and it looked like basically like a PS4 Pro game. <laughs> I was just like, okay, and then I found my uh, another cable. Um, but yeah, just, it, it's really interesting. It's like cell shaded. It, it, it's really fun to play. It's a really cool mix of like two different games. Um, I thought it was cool. I'll probably buy it, but then I got Saints Row. So I'll, I'll talk about Saints Row later. I'm just, I just want to talk about like demos. You can play demos of full games for like a certain amount of time for free, um, on PlayStation plus the, like the highest tier I think it is. So, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I think they call them uh, they call them the trials though, right? Or trials? Yeah, the right? trials. But they're like, I remember, like it's weird how today they're like they're kind of making a comeback. But back in the day, like you got free fucking games. Like when you went to like software, etc., they would just toss a disc in with the fucking. Or when you mm-hmm. got a magazine, they toss a disc in with your shit. You know, for uh, for uh, free demos. For those of you who may might be too young to understand, uh, software etc. was a store. It was pre GameStop. <laughs> yep. So, some of you didn't know. I, I used to work yeah. there back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, the Callisto project, as is, is Cronus had protocol. talked about earlier. Protocol. Uh, Callisto Protocol, sorry. It's it's actually made by the team that made Dead Space. So, that's why it looks like Dead Space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, they, 
So they left EA, like a, a group of developers, and then... Uh, made- they left this because Visceral, they were part of Visceral. Visceral got shut down. Then they made a new studio, which I guess is still owned by EA. Uh, I, um, it has a name on here. I don't see the name of the studio. But, yeah, they're working on this. Uh, I guess it was supposed to be linked to another game, but in development, they, they cut the, the link. I, I don't know... I have to double check, but it, it was supposed to be like a prequel to a, a, a different game. But then <clears throat> they stopped the connection and just like fixed it through the story. They're just going to make it its own thing, which is cool. Um, I like the I guess weapons. There's a bunch. The weapons they showed so far is really cool. Because like one of the things I liked about the first Dead Space was like they had like that that weird gun that was like a it shot like a line sort of. The- the cutter, yeah. No, the cutter, the cutter, the three beam thing. You could, you could change it to horizontal yeah. and shoot shit. That yeah. was dope. That was like really innovative. And in, in this one, they have like this gun. It's a gun, but basically, it's like it's like a gravity gun. Like you can pull somebody in to you and then throw them somewhere. And in this, in the demo um, that they showed for Gamescom, they would use like parts of the environment to like basically just eviscerate fucking enemies. So, like they had like these spinning fucking meat grinders. That the guy would just like pull him in and just toss him in the fucking meat grinder and just watch him get meat grinded. So well, I'm excited. The, I love the Mr. Thing, Dead Space. The other thing I remember about Dead Space, and I played it one, three. I don't think I played two. I think I played only one and three. But the main character, he was like a reluctant hero. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, dude, the, the yeah. main character, he's literally, it's literally fucking aliens. He's an yeah. engineer. He's an yeah, engineer say, going engineer. to investigate a, a colony, and he comes to find out that the colony found something that went them go full on fucking um, uh, shit. Uh, event Horizon, full yeah. on Event Horizon, but and he's you're not, dealing he's, with what's he's, up. He, he's nothing like he's not like Doom guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. In terms he's, of, he's an engineer. What he yeah. does, he uses his tools. As weapons, his weapons are engineering tools. They're exactly. used to weld and fix shit, but because of these things that are trying to kill him, he makes them, he makeshifts them into weapons. So that what are the tools that are used to build, he has to use them to destroy in order to save his life. Not only that, his girlfriend, I guess, who he left on bad terms with, is on this colony. So his main motivation is to find her and, and rescue her and then rescue as many people as he can, but Things go real bad along the way, so it's, Look, you all, gotta, it's all bad. You got to get that space pussy. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best kind, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, I want to say this is what's weird about having like you know I know my daughter is in the in the chat, so I just you know. Yeah, you're all trying to try not to you know. be responsible. I mean, space pussy uh, is good pussy, uh, right? If you want to see expanse, it sure does look like it. But so we got to talk about some of these other ones. Real quick, the Callisto Protocol is kind of similar because I think the main character is actually a prisoner. Mm, Okay, he's definitely not Uh a hero. Yes, (laughs) yes, that's right. It it starts with a jailbreak. The original trailer, he's in jail, and there's a jailbreak. (laughs) It's all bad. I see. All right, where were you trying to take us all, Ninja? Uh, some of the other stuff that's on here. Um. Cronus brought up the because there's more than one Dune game, but this one showed up yeah. was Dune Awakening, which is like this Dune RPG, open world R- uh, MMO actually. Yeah, it's an MMO, it's an MMO oh, survival shit. RPG, and so like those three things together have me like when I first watched, it, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then it said Dune Awakening or Dune Awakening 
survival MMO, and I was like, ah. Wait, <laughs> I, I know what a survival game is. Have what? What other survival MMO are there? Are there? Maybe I don't play enough of them. I mean, I hmm. there's not a lot. There's probably some like uh, Val. Was it Valheim? Vanaheim? Vanaheim is one of them. It's kind of survival-ish. There's a few out there, but they're not super popular for my demographic anyway. Because so. they're probably like really long. Well, it's just I don't want to worry about food and water and shit when I'm playing a game. Mm-hmm. Like I worry about that shit in real life because I don't want to fucking die. But in a video game, I try to suspend reality, right? So I can have some fun and blow shit up. Yeah. So, well, oh, I okay, yeah. About... So, if you played Ark, Ark is definitely an What's MMO up? survival game. Um, they're wait, wait, saying that DayZ is one. I don't, let me I don't let me make sure I get it though. Like taking limited resources makes it you know that element of a survival game well no survival is, is like you need things to survive re- mm-hmm. other than just killing stuff you know like you need resources to survive like food water shelter shit like that you'll get tired you know oh you, you okay. die from okay. elements usually okay so there was, there was some of that even in fallout 4 in mm-hmm. a weird way yeah and th- there was some and it's definitely not like disease and stuff like that but that, it was still it wasn't like a core part of the game you know what i mean yeah. well it had like radiation and shit too but yeah i don't know but it, that fit for me it was like poison you know what i mean so mm-hmm. all right so we'll we'll see about we'll see about that that sounds like a lot going on like i didn't see that trailer would you like it i mean the, the, it looked really cool but it's just you know it's all cgi so mm. it's all it's trailer hard, stuff. Yeah, yeah it's hard to say like what the real game footage does there, there was literally zero game footage but the what they showed was basically you know uh a worm just eating up an entire like building and then uh a dune up a, a, a fremen pulls out his fucking worm hooks and then hops on this worm as it ascends into the heavens or whatever, which looks dope, but it tells me literally nothing about the game. So I, I want, I want some of the younger folks to understand this for 30, 35 years, however the fuck long it is. We've always gotten trailers that look really, really good and yeah. CGI and whatnot. And like savvy gamers know this, you need to see actual gameplay footage. And even mm-hmm. that sometimes could be beefed up on a, a super high end PC that costs fifty thousand dollars. Like, hold on, let's let's, let's give recent memory for all the fetuses out there. All right, <laughs> Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Perfect. I was example. just about to say, trying to tell you, trying to tell y'all, they got us. It's it's almost a trope in and of itself, like yeah, to try yeah. to you know fool people and whatnot. And I get it. You want to advertise. You want to get people excited. I, I'm all for it. But everybody should always be skeptical of trailers. Like you know. Mm-hmm. It, nine oh. times out of ten, it doesn't have what you're going to see in your living room or even on your P- PC, high end yeah. PC, and then, in the trailer. And then sometimes things just get, just get totally overshadowed. So, like, I was watching a video the other day about one of my favorite games, not of all time, but it's up there. Um, was the the latest Mad Max game? It was fucking amazing, but like nobody played it. And I was like, why didn't I remember when I remember I got it? And I was like singing accolades about it. I was like, it, it was mm-hmm. like uh, you know Batman meets like Mad Max because that was like a similar yeah, like action to it and it's like really good but like nobody fucking played it um and Mm -hmm. then i was i watched a video and the reason why nobody played it you want to know why what do you know what came out the same fucking week as that game i don't don't remember was it call of duty no No, it was fucking metal girl solid five oh yeah so like that's the reason why nobody fucking played the game was because mgs5 came out and like people were like you know obviously that's a way better game but this game was not was not bad i would say this mad max was like probably a B plus or an A and then 
you know, MGS five was like just an A plus, you know, our S class, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we saw Prodigy and I. We saw the game. Yep. At, it was in a room, so the room had it had Tomb Raider. Uh, I think the second one it had Mad Max, and uh, I was playing Recore. Recore was another game there, uh, yeah. and, and like these games, pretty much like Tomb Raider, kind of Tomb Raider took a hit because it came out at a very bad window. And it should have came out either earlier or later on in the year. It was a great game, but because these other games overshadowed it, nobody played. Very few people played. So, so and then Mad Max looked great. There was a line to play Mad Max. There's, they had like six TVs, six consoles that all these people lined up to play at each one. And I was, I'm actually surprised because it looked dope. We and didn't this- stay to play, but I was watching people play. I'm like, man, dang, wish I could and- play this. Refresh my memory. This was like maybe a year or two after that really great memory uh, movie, Fury Road. Yes, right? that was one of the things. Mm-hmm. Like they just they just fucked up the when the the game dropped. If they would have just dropped it like a month after MGS Five, it would have probably been oh. like a way better hit. But they just they need to take the video game industry needs to take cues from the movie industry when it comes to like actually timing when a game drops because it's very similar uh, with it. Actually, it's even worse because. With games, like if you have a really good game, somebody's gonna play that game solid for f- at least a fucking week, at least a week. You know what I mean? Like most people are gonna play it solidly for. So don't sit there and try to put up, you know, your, you know, your good game up against a fucking titan of the entire industry. Like that's just it, that's it's nonsense, and that's that's why you know Mad Max took a huge hit. But if if you get a chance to play Mad Max, I think it's called. I think it's just called Mad Max. Um, Get a chance to play that game. Like, it's probably super cheap right now. It was free on fucking PSN Plus for a while. Um, But you you can find it cheap for, uh, you know, to download it or just find a cheap physical copy. I would 100% recommend it. You will have fun. Um, I had so much fun playing that fucking game. Yeah. And I'll just remind everybody, too, like, October and November are usually, like, the prime time, especially for shooters, but just the prime time for, like, truly AAA games. Yes, you can try and compete with the big boys, yeah. but you know it's, it's really fucking hard. December and January are a little bit easier. A little. Go ahead. A little. I was gonna say I just agreeing a little, but not not a whole lot. Like that's the, what happened to Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider came out a week after Modern Warfare and Battlefield had came out, like within a week or yeah. two. I think Battlefield was like uh, uh, maybe three weeks, and then a week after or three weeks then modern warfare and then two weeks after was tomb raider nobody yeah. was playing everyone was playing battlefield or modern warfare or both <laughs> well you know what's interesting kind of a thing that isn't really a thing anymore as much like back in the day um the summertime was like basically a lull in all of gaming there would be literally yeah. like no games out in the summer and that's just not the case anymore even throughout all of covid um we still had games coming out in the summertime that were like triple a games um, oh yeah Last of Us Two, Ghost of Tsushima, yeah, mm-hmm. dropped in the summertime. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, really quick. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, Cronus, but there's some new Tales from the Borderlands stuff coming yeah, in I, October. I, I did see that, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big Tell Tale game person. I'm like oh, one okay. of those people. It's to me, it's like choose your own adventure, and I'm like that's cool for like a mm-hmm. book. Um, but it's just that's not when I when I play a game, I want some sort of like. I need a, a, an extra layer of interactivity with it for me to like really enjoy so, it. So, 
uh, with the when they did Batman though, Blue was all about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, he loved the Telltale stuff. I, now I, I played the Borderlands one. That yeah. one was one of my like yeah. at the time it was just below Borderlands two for me. Like I really liked that that Telltale ones. Some Telltale were absolute shit, and all of them have a terrible engine. Like it will fucking crash on you <laughs> mid decision. Oh man, you know, but. I'm I'm curious. The other thing, though, with Telltale, what was it? Three, four years back, five years back, I can't fucking remember. It looked like they were about to go bankrupt or had a whole bunch of fucking money problems. So yeah, but we're well. Speaking of which, they're also got another game. So the Expanse is getting their first game. Before we talk about that, real quick, I just I need to take a note of the name of the Borderlands Telltale game. The new one is literally Mm. called New Tales from the Borderlands. It's nice. not called Tales of the mm-hmm. Borderlands 2. It's not called Tales of the Borderlands, some other bullshit. It's just called New Tales from the Borderlands. That's super lazy, go. but also it's fucking awesome. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it moving. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, but Telltale's doing a, an Expanse game yeah. with the actors, writers, and developers all working together. Um, they're looking to put this out in 20, summer of 2023. Um, there was some pre-alpha stuff showed at GamesCon. Uh, I know B-Boy, who we game with a lot, he was really excited. He asked me if I saw this. I was supposed to speak on it. I, didn't, I missed my chance of watching it, but I do like The Expanse, and they haven't had a game yet, and it is by Telltale, so this yeah, could I'm, work. I'm interested. I'm, I'm interested to see what uh, what they got because, you know, there's some good action. There's some good, uh, you know, space espionage and decisions and shit and some politics and all of that. I'm I'm glad for that franchise, man. Whatever uh, they can do to keep that thing going, because it's awesome on Amazon. They got all the old seasons, even the ones from sci-fi back in the day. So I'm cautiously optimistic. Hopefully they can come together and make this really good. When does it drop? Like later this year or early it's, next year? No, tw- uh, summer of 2023. Is That's their target window. Okay. There's they got no plenty of time. Full, yeah, there's no full release date, um, but this, we'll see. Should be interesting. I, um, one of the things that I loved about um, the expanse from like the jump is like how modern science fiction that it is. So they have spaceships, but <laughs> they don't have fucking shields per se. Right. So mm-hmm. if they go into like combat, they have to like basically put on spacesuits and then decompress the entire fucking ship <laughs> and then hope that they don't get fucking shot because if they don't decompress the whole ship and they get shot, then the fucking ship explodes <laughs> or, or implodes. Or one mm-hmm. or the other. It'd be fuck. It'd be a bad day for everybody involved. Yeah, I'm about to say it's probably both. Yeah. You implode and explode at the same time. Like the implosion will call cause an explosion. <laughs> yeah. My my favorite thing about the expanse was is always going to be. I think it was season one, maybe season two, but where they showed the effects uh, on the human body of being born in no gravity. Yeah, and they were fucking all elongated and looked all fucking alien like, and it was just. It was a human, but like if you're used to gravity's effect on your body from, you know, before while you're in the womb and shit. And the other thing that really got me with the expanse torture. (laughs) Well, yeah, that that was brutal. But the other thing that got me with the expanse is uh, when they were talking, I think it was the belters talking to each other and they were just like, you know what? I don't know how old I am really and truly because a year is about the earth and going around the sun and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I never, I wasn't even born on the fucking planet, and that just fucking blew my mind. Yeah. So the little tidbits of fucking science in there were excellent on that show, and I hope they add that to the game. 
It's funny because there's there's a Martian year. A Martian year is yeah. I think, longer it's than yeah. It's it's different well, than a I mean, Earth there, year or solar solar year. Well, even like a, a Martian year or any year other than you know Earth years, it's still it's almost irrelevant to the human body. There would have to be like a. I think in some sci-fi things they use like the E. Was it called EU or something like that? Oh, or EY yeah, or something they, like do, that. It's like they a, do. They do use the EU. Yeah, they yeah they convert it. They use it in Mass Effect. Yeah, they convert they convert it into Earth years or whatever or Earth. I think it's Earth units. Earth units. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they convert it to. So it's like, but they they talk about that planet's particular solar year and the the conversion to an Earth year. Yeah. And Earth units. So I was like, oh, Mass Effect does that shit all the time, which yeah. is pretty interesting. Mass Effect did a really good job with sci fi, too. But you know, obviously, that was like way further in the future sci fi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, more getting back to more Gamescom stuff. Did y'all see some of this? I don't know if Prodigy got a chance to see this, but this craziness high on life. Oh, fucking yes. game. <laughs> this shit. <laughs> This is basically oh, yeah. Rick and Morty in space again, but you're like a side character where like all the guns talk to you and shit. One of them spits out its kids at people's bullets or some shit. <laughs> Holy shit. They have this fucking, is they, fucking wild. They have a knife that just wants to stab people. They just <laughs> it literally talks to you about stabbing people. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck, it's man? so weird. It's this first person shooter craziness it sounds like rick and morty it looks like rick and morty but it's not rick and morty (laughs) it's so weird but it looks amazing it has really crazy just crazy quips i'm like dude but it looks like it plays smooth i'm like this looks like a decent first person shooter set in the rick and morty universe but even though it's not rick and morty but yeah they dropped a new trailer for gamescon i guess this is supposed to drop uh I think early next year. Oh no, December thirteenth. There you go. And towards the end of the year. So I would imagine that's gonna have a pretty good storyline because I think it's Dan Harmon is the guy who's like the, the main writer, right? Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland. But Dan Harmon is involved in the project, though, right? Yeah, they're probably yeah they're co writers, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're definitely like attached to the hip with the shit. Yeah, so Dan Harmon, he does a really cool thing about like the the modernized uh, hero's journey. And if you ever like, if you ever like, look up his like Dan Harmon Hero's Journey, and then read like the the Hero's Journey, and then go back and watch every single episode of Rick and Morty, and you're gonna be like, oh, these are all like all the elements are there. And also in like most stories, especially like more fantastical stories, like that that's the Hero's Journey. I think it's like really cool. Especially they have an episode literally about the Hero's Journey, but most people that don't that don't, I'm not a fucking writer. I aspire to be someday, maybe if I have like way more time. But they actually have an episode that's just about the hero's journey and like how they fuck it up. <laughs> and it's just like, and it's amazing. And they still wrap it up in like a really cool way. Um, it's the one about the, uh, I think it's like, it's a train episode. Yeah. They're on the, it's funny. Cause I just watched bullet train. Yeah. It's on a train. <laughs> so it's very, it's funny. Cause bullet train is very similar. To, like, I mean, they don't break the fourth wall and stuff, but they do talk about the hero's journey without saying it's the hero's journey. Yeah. <laughs> Good shit. Anything? Um, there's a couple more. Uh, everyone's been talking about. Everyone's been getting in my face about it. I'm not a fan of this genre, but it's uh, Lies of P, which is this yeah. Bloodborne, uh, Gothic Pinocchio story. Pinocchio. And, yeah, Lies of P, Lies of Pinocchio, but it's a Bloodborne oh. game set in the like, I guess the Pinocchio style. 
or the it's the Pinocchio story set in the Bloodborne kind of universe. Uh, it looks wow. fucked up. It like has the Bloodborne style mechanics and whatnot. Everyone's super excited about it, especially all these Souls fans. Everyone keeps like saying like, "Oh, this looks, you know, like great." They can't wait for it. Um, I'm not a Souls fan, but it does look fucking good. I will say I don't plan on playing Ooh. it, but it does look pretty excellent. Uh, trailer's already out. Uh, looks pretty crazy. They have uh, the guy who looks like Geppetto, like this 18th century top hat and monocle and stuff. It looks pretty cool. He looks kind of Hideo Kojima inspired, but it looks pretty. It looks pretty crazy. I'm gonna have to check this trailer out. Um, I love Bloodborne, but yeah, it seems like up your alley. If this, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Pinocchio per se, but you know, maybe this works. I mean, I, I, I the thing that I'm struggling with every time I think about Pinocchio, I think about that Disney movie. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what kind of weapons are we talking about? I mean, his nose, obviously. Than... I mean, yeah. Fuck? He just starts He's lying, got... sharpens his fucking nose up, bam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was a carpenter, I guess. I, yeah. I would do the face motion, but look like it was sucking dick, so I'm not going to do that. Oh, uh, no, uh, yeah. Back and forth face motion, I can't do it because it's, you know, I'm not going to do it. So, uh, the, <laughs> scenes that I saw, the scenes that I saw, he had dual swords. Okay. And he was fighting, like, this big-ass, like, like grotesque, well, kind of like like, like one of the Resident Evil type. Didn't he have like a mechanical guy. arm too? Uh, and he was carrying around like gigantic fucking weapons, right? Yeah, he had two yeah. big ass swords. He had like dual blades, but they're huge. They're bigger than him, but he was still fucking people up with them. <laughs> I'm gonna check that out. What, what was it called again? It's called Lies of P, and this will be a Game Pass Day One release. Ooh, look at that. All right. Oh, Lies this is. P. It looks. It looks pretty fucked up. I'm not a Souls fan. But it looks like you get that kind of masochistic stuff that y'all be into. I, I gotta these say, I'm not a Souls game, a Souls fan either. But I gotta say, Elden Ring is probably the the most playable of all of them. Like it's not, it's not soul fucking crushing. You know what I mean? It's it's difficult, but it's not like I'm gonna throw something at my you know thousand dollars TV. You know what? Yeah. Where are you on it? Like. I'm super it's kind early. of a long like, game. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm super early. I barely even played it, but it's still like, even from the beginning. I was just like, "Oh, this is like way more doable, doable than like Bloodborne." You okay. know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I didn't feel like Bloodborne. Like every single encounter was like, "I might fucking die immediately," but in this <laughs> one, I was like, I, "I got a chance." You know, yeah. I got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, 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 then I see things in the background. I was like, "I have no chance with that or that or that." I'm just gonna fucking avoid them. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way with Fallen Order. Like Fallen Order. I felt like the encounters were okay, but there were ones where I was just getting punished. There's always that one out of the group that just like would just punish the shit out of you. I'm like, God dang. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I'll check that one out. And you had one last one? Uh, uh, oh, two more. Gotham Knights, yeah. which I've been waiting for. It comes out in October. They released a villains trailer. <laughs> four day, oh, oh, it, it, it's going to come out four days earlier than expected. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, October 21st. Yeah. <laughs> What so, are they trying to avoid? It sounds like they're avoiding some other release window. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid oh, 6. <laughs> no, uh, it's probably uh, Modern Warfare. I think that's out that same week, like five days oh, later. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, I, I would say that's a good strategy, avoiding that Modern Warfare onslaught. Um, another weird one, they're doing a Killer Clowns from Out of Space game. Yeah. Which is weird. Uh, sure, I guess. I mean, the movie came out in 88, and then they did a game for Nintendo, but there's a reveal trailer. 
I don't know what this is about. I didn't see gameplay. It just looks like they're just showing stuff, scenes in the movies. So not not that I play this game, but I know it's fucking huge and big on Twitch and all that. But it, if you have a horror franchise of any fucking sort, you should put that character or the main character, villain, whatever, in Dead by Daylight. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, so there's a bunch of other games. I guess the only last one that. I kind of, or most people probably give a shit about is um, the Sonic Frontiers because everyone's been talking about this for a minute. Um, this will be released on everybody. I guess this is a Sonic RPG, maybe. What the it's, fuck? It's, really? an, it's an open world uh, game. Yeah, it's kind it of weird elements, but it looks. Yeah, it's it's looking better. Um, but you know, Sonic games usually as an RP as an open world game, they don't work usually that well. And people were complaining that played the game, they were like, "Oh, it's too empty." But I'm like, okay, f- so first of all. If you have a fucking character that can run like, you know, 500 fucking miles per hour, the game by design should probably be mostly empty because <laughs> if you're running that fucking fast, then you would just blow past everything like instantly. So, yeah, things should be spaced out enough. And I think that people just need to get used to being able to move that fast. And I think this is <clears throat> we'll talk about it in a second for, for some other games. But I think people need to adjust if, you, if you're that mobile in a game. You can't have a cramped game. Mm. Yeah. The other thing that's interesting about Sonic, I remember obviously from old school Sega Genesis days, and then I watched my kids play a lot of the more modern ones. It's fast. He's fast as fuck, but it's in spurts and at appropriate kind of times. There's times when it's slow as shit, too. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not all just racing and racing and speed. That'd be a fucking quick game. You know what I mean? So there, there's every level in every area has a huge chunk where it's nowhere near as fast. Or if you do go that fast, you're going to get penalized by stepping on some spikes or whatever the fuck. You're going to lose all your fucking rings and shit. So you have to be fast but under control. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to give so. a couple of more games. Sorry, there was a lot of games that got already announced. But some, some games that probably didn't get a lot of attention that I've seen anyway. Um, one of the games is called uh, Where Winds Meet, and Ooh. it basically looks like um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Ghost of Tsushima had a fucking baby. Oh shit! Yeah, it looks it looks pretty cool. It's it, it's it's based in the like uh, a Chinese dynasty. I forget which one because I'm not up on my Chinese history. Sorry, I'm an American. Um, <laughs> but it looked it looked really cool. Um, you could like walk on water and shit like like you fucking Jesus and walk on wind reeds and shit like that and do amazing martial arts and shit like that and defeat giant giant enemies. It looks interesting for right now. Um, I'm surprised that like that Black Wukong wasn't there because that game looks really cool too and it's been having like a lot of like um, gameplay re- gameplay reveals as of late. Um, and another one that seemed uh, really cool. I gotta look. Oh, uh, shit, I forgot the name of it now. It was not... Um, was it Atlas Fallen? No, I was thinking, like, everything else. Moon, which Moonbreaker. Got, which got announced, but that game didn't... That, that game was, like, seemed to be too much right now. There wasn't yeah. any detail. Um, There's Homeworld 3, Moonbreaker. Uh, oh, well, Moonbra- Moonbreaker was uh, the um, Brandon Sanderson thing, which I'll probably play even though I'm not a figurine gameplay guy, but I am a Brandon Sanderson fan, so I play just for for that aspect because it is is based in like one of his universes. Okay. And no, I can't remember the fucking last thing. But yeah. uh, was it the what? Lords of the Fallen? Or Stranded? No, no. Alien Dawn uh, Under the Waves. 
Was there any? Uh, was there any new uh, Forsaken? With that one yes, that's what it was. I fat girl Forsaken. Okay. So there was more Forsaken gameplay that they showed, and the game to me it looks, it looks um, the graphics look fucking amazing. I don't know how it's gonna play out because it seems like this chick has like so many goddamn powers that she's just gonna fuck everything up. Like it just. <laughs> And and all the powers look really unique and really like well like thought out, but I'm kind of worried that it might be a little bit too much, and that's like hard for me to say because it's like how could you have too much in a video game? Mm-hmm. But it's just like she has like a lot of fucking powers in this game, and I don't know. I, I it might get just like kind of messy with like the gameplay. Maybe that's why they keep like pushing it back because they're trying to figure out how to make this game with like all these crazy ass powers like playable. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my only worry for that game, but hopefully they 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 figure it out, and it's gonna be because it looks amazing, especially technically it looks amazing. But I've also seen. I mean, games... uh, I was gonna say. I mean, we both play Control. Control had a lot of powers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as amazing as this one. Like this one, she's she's fucking hitting people with like spikes from the earth. She's surrounding them with fucking. Water. She's basically a goddamn avatar and shit in this goddamn yeah. game, and just fucking everything up, and. I, I don't know how it's going to play out in the game, but I, I'm willing to, to wait and see. Late game Devil May Cry is kind of similar, just in terms of really ridiculous amount of OP power and fucking special moves and shit. Yeah. But Forsaken looks interesting. Yeah, it's it a does. New, it, it's a new IP, right? Yeah. Like, there's never never been one of these before, right? Yeah, and, and it's basically... Um, it, it's one of the first true Unreal Engine 5 games. Nice. So, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. It seems like they keep pushing it back, which I'm totally fine with. Get it right. Get the timing right. Um, I want to see what the fuck they do. And here, here's the other thing. Selfishly, they don't have a whole lot of games with uh, a black female lead. Yeah. And so I want them to the of the few that they do have, especially on the AAA uh, genre or whatever, AAA kind of status. I want them to do it right. Like, don't don't fucking. Uh, cheap shell, sell this or short sell it, whatever. Do it right. Make sure it's good. Pick the right window. No bugs. Make sure it's good. Great, even. You know? And then hopefully it can become a nice winning fucking franchise. So we'll yeah. see. I agree. Right, was, there, was there any any others? Uh, for right mm-hmm. now, no. I mean, there's probably some that got announced today, but I, I didn't watch too much today. Oh, here's what I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, what was your boy K- Kojima? And I love I love Kojima too, <laughs> but I I heard he was doing some weird, wild Kojima like shit over, over there. Yeah. So basically, he announced he's gonna have a podcast. Hmm. That's gonna be in both English and Japanese. Which I'm like, cool. I'm gonna get it. It's gonna be on Spotify. Um, he's going to Joe Rogan status exclusivity on Spotify. Okay. Um, which is cool because I mean the guy he's weird as fuck, but he also makes dope ass games. Um, yep. I, I love the way that his like his mind works, and I would love to to hear more about like what influences him as a you know a game developer and, and like maker, which is cool. Um, but he also said something that I think most people probably didn't pick up on when he first started talking. He said that he's working on games plural, so Ooh, I'm interested to see like what games that he's working on. Probably like a, a new Death Stranding, but probably something that I think he's gonna do something like in space. To be honest with you, because like his, the his new logo is like a space knight thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. And nothing I've seen from him has been in space yet. So I love to see like Kojima 
Kojima's vision of like space, like warfare or whatever the fuck he wants to do, like it's gonna be cool. So I know he's working on a Xbox game, like an exclusive Xbox what the game. Fuck but is an also... Xbox? <laughs> oh god, dang! How dare but that, but that, that, no... was just, that was in the rumor mill for a long time. So it was confirmed, confirmed. Oh, he confirmed it a while ago, hmm. but uh, there's a name for it. I guess it's out there. But he's also working on an exclusive Sony game. So okay. that one could be. People were saying it could be Death Stranding too, but he hasn't said a whole lot. So. Let me just say this, though, with uh, with Kojima Productions. After all the shit that Konami put that man through, I could see him not wanting to sign, like, for his studio to be exclusive with either one of the big consoles or, or mm-hmm. anything. Like, yes, he'll do a game here and there, maybe for both, it sounds like. But he could be very leery, and that's justified, in my opinion, based on all the bullshit Konami put that man through. I, I totally agree. And honestly, if he released a game on the Xbox, I would just immediately buy an Xbox Series X. So Yeah, why not? Why fucking not? Now, the only other thing with uh, with Kojima that I don't quite get, I've seen him in multiple interviews and all of that. Do, do I, I know he kind of knows English, but I almost never hear him speak English. So is someone translating for him on these? Hold on. Prodigy, I thought the same thing. Honestly, I think that thought process is fucking racist as shit. I think that people (laughs) in America that demand that every single goddamn person on the planet speak English, it's fucking bullshit. No, I'm not saying saying he has to. I'm just saying in terms of he has an English podcast is what I heard. Will that be translated by someone else? Yeah, I think it's translated, which which is fine with me. Like... I, I thought, because honestly, I was like, why doesn't this dude speak English yet? And I'm, but also, I don't fucking speak Japanese. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, <laughs> he should not be forced to to speak, like, my native language because it's easier on me, uh, you know, a mono, you know, linguistic dude. So, yeah. Well, and here's the other thing, too. He's very close with several people in Hollywood, like Neds Mickelson and uh, yeah, Norman that's, Reedus. That's the thing, too. But at the same time... I'm, no, no, listen, I'm, not, I think, I'm not saying I'm not saying that he has to speak English. I'm just saying he's close with a lot of uh, people that we, I think, don't speak Japanese. So one, one way or another, he makes it fucking work. No, uh, right? What, what I will say, what, what I was going to say, is that I'm pretty sure he at least understands English. Because yeah. if you, when, you, when you hear him talk, he talks about like his um, influences with like media. And he goes back to like Western movies, like a lot in Western movies. And I don't. I, I highly doubt, especially like when he, like when he first made Metal Gear. This was back in like the, the, the late eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, when there there wasn't too many goddamn you know English. You know, I'm sorry, Japanese dubbed American movies in Japan. Correct. You know, but he definitely watched those, and you could you could tell the influences they're there in all of his games, and he even admits them to that. You know. American movies influence like his whole, and he wants to like he actually wants to direct American movies, which I think yep. he'll be do fantastic at. Honestly, I, I want to see him direct an actual movie. Yeah, I, I me too, or TV series or a- anime, whatever the fuck he wants to do. He's weird enough, but also good enough for me to like fucking pay attention. I still need to finish Death Stranding, but that game is out there. That is that is an out there game. It oh, is out there. Yeah, it's. Did you get past like the at least the first? I think it's like the first two or three acts. Yeah. Like it kind of opens up more. It gets better when it opens up more. That the first, I think it's like the first two acts are just like just get through as fast as you can. Yeah, and then yeah, the first, yeah. 
Yeah, the, it's so weird because the first two are literally like tutorials, but they're so it's so fucking long. I'm like, what the fuck? Chapter three is actually the real game. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? I just spent hours on chapter one and two. Like, what, what the fuck's happening? What really trips me out, and I'm, I'm still within the first like 12 to 15 hours or so, but that fucking baby crying through that controller. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Oh, like, yeah, you yeah. BB? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, okay, let me run away from this, you know, this black goose shit, or, you know, I'm in the wrong area. Oh, shit, my baby's stressed. My baby's mm-hmm. fucking right. My baby might go into shock. Oh, so like, yeah, this is Tamagotchi, goddamn, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to, he has to fucking soothe the baby and shit. Like, that's mm-hmm. a wild ass game. Yeah, piss, was piss, shit, and blood grenades. What like, that's fuck? wild. I was like, well, what? And then the thing that gets me is Norman Reedus will look dead fucking ass at the goddamn camera and be like, I'm Norman Reedus. I'm drinking mm-hmm. this fucking Mountain Dew or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, yeah, he's drinking it. his energy drink and whatnot. Yeah. Watch and this, it's what was weird. I'm Norman Reedus. <laughs> yeah. What's weird to me is the way that um, I can't say it's not multiplayer. It's like community building. Like you'll be in an area that was like all desert or just like, you know, grasslands. And because other people were in the area, that when you come out, there's like a fucking highway, and there's fucking like uh, like little shop, not shops, but the little places where you can store and grab. The people will leave stuff in there for you to pick up, yeah. so you can pick that shit up. But it wasn't there like a good two minutes when I was in this little hub. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. So weird. And, and real quick too, uh, a big fuck you to Konami. I mean, Metal Gear Solid one and snake eater and metal gear solid four guns of patriots and all of those classic metal gear games a lot of them being stranded on old consoles it's like what the fuck man it'd be it'd be so nice to start seeing like a collection remastered or whatever for the the modern generation so on the if you have the highest tier of the playstation plus you can actually get super old well super old games Mm-hmm. I'm using air quotes that you can't see if you're listening to this. Anyway, um, you can get to like the PS3 and I think some maybe PS2 era games. Yep. On your PS5, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's like it's really what. But what's weird though? It's like, do we really? Do we really? I'm, I'm just. I'm arguing do we really myself. Need do we really need it? Um, yeah. By the same we time, just like, move forward? but I mean, we can. But I think that like people like. Younger people today. I, I I think when we talk about you know older game emulation, we're 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 being very selfish about it, right? Because we want to relive shit that we played back in the day, which I, I totally get that. But it, it'd be like trying to it'd be like our parents trying to convince us to watch like some super old fucking TV show that's in black and white. You know, oh, like, like uh, Waltons or some shit. Yeah, it's like, that's not really like so. Like the the, the sales wouldn't be there. Um, like one of my favorite games of all time was Final Fantasy VI, which is three in America. Game is fucking uh, is fucking amazing, but I I'm not gonna convince somebody that's like below the age of fucking thirty six to play that fucking game yep. because of the graphics alone. I'm just like you know I, I get it. Like I, I've I've lived through all this, and yes, graphics are much better now. I don't like having like all these remakes. I honestly for this game, I wish they they would remake it because it's the best Final Fantasy, and people everybody thinks that it's seven. It's fucking not. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to like justify financially for these game developers, um, remaking a game that's like 
20 fucking plus years ago. Like, who the fuck is going to play it besides old fucks like us? Well, but, 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 Resident Evil 2 and Final Fantasy 7 did really well. You know, and a lot of new gamers, you know, a lot of younger gamers said, oh, this is fucking cool. They, they bought it. They played it. They liked it. Sometimes that was their introduction to a long ass franchise from, you know, that's been going on since 80s or 90s. For, for remakes, yes. But we're also those are remakes for games that are, you know, the PlayStation era. So these are all the CGI era. You know what I mean? This is not when we talk about like pre PlayStation, like. I don't know if people have this. You'd have to do like a, a significant remake for those games. Mm-hmm. And they'd basically be like unrecognizable. And, and to a point, I mean, to your point, really, you know, the Final Fantasy VII remake is really unrecognizable from. Like, if you go back and watch like the original, you know, Final Fantasy VII, it's like super pixelated. Like, exactly. They, they don't have fucking fingers. All right. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but what they did have, though, is. Actual uh, full motion uh, video, and, and mm-hmm. before the PlayStation, there was no full motion video in anything because everything was cartridge based, and there was very small uh, storage. So, um, yeah, that they think that's like the main thing when you go back in time. Yeah, and I'll also say this too: I miss one uh, supposedly, and I think Old Ninja will probably confirm this. One of the best Resident Evil games, which is Resident Evil Four. I knew they were finally going to come out with a remake, you know, full top to bottom remake of it. That's dropping early next year, finally. That'll be my first time fucking playing it. I'm going to buy that on spring, site. Spring or spring or early summer of next year. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think that's going to be a what? big seller. I own two versions of the game, and I still haven't played so, it. Which game? Sorry, I was reading some at the time. Uh, uh, Resident Evil 4. 4. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm just I'm still not a fan. Even though I should be, because my main gripe, which I've said fucking probably 50, 11 times on this podcast, is that the first Resident Evil games, you couldn't walk or run and shoot, which I'm like, I can do this in real life, so why the fuck am I going to play a game where I can't do something I can do in real life and not do in the game? But they fixed that. I understand that. But I'm also not a fan of, like, horror games in general. so Or movies, for that matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not for everybody. But, but these, these were some <clears throat> really good ones. And then the other thing I'll say, and it's very controversial, but... You know, Naughty Dog is what a few weeks away from re re releasing. So you're calling me a liar now. <laughs> He's all shit. I forgot about this one. No, yeah. I mean it's true though. No, I, I mean, it, but honestly, obviously, um, I just said I don't like playing horror games or watching horror movies, but I did really enjoy The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. But it's also a really good story. I think that's like. One of the main things about like a lot of like the the horror games and movies, they're just fucking terribly told. They just it's such bullshit. But <laughs> The Last of Us is like it's it's really well done story. So yep. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, Alan Wake is another one because it's literally a Stephen King book, and this guy's a fan of Stephen King, so it becomes like this weird like meta story. But it's a really good fucking game and a really good story. Central Control. I mean, Control's Control. kind of a horror. <laughs> this game. was trippy. It was so but it was so good. Yeah. It was so it, good. That was another game that nobody played. And all the critics kept talking about it. It was getting eights and nines across the board. I think a couple people gave it a ten. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. It's a good-ass fucking game. It's weird. It is. It, it feels like an X-Files episode that got uh, left in the can or something. At least the first few episodes. Uh, it does feel <laughs> like you're... It, it feels like you're at the FBI... And like you're looking for Mulder and Scully, 
like the half the time, but and then you realize that you can get powers, so then it becomes something else. So oh, fucking yeah. All right, Kronos, I know you playing the Saints Row. I was gonna talk you, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here what, we go. what do you got to say on it? All right, so I know you know. So one of the things uh, back in the day, me and let's see, hold on, let me just pull this up real quick. Um. This is like one of the first games that I think that me and Prodigy really did like co-op on was probably Saints probably. Row, Saints yeah. Row the Third, mm-hmm. um, which is which is amazing. Can I, let me just let me just run the tape for all y'all. First time me and Prodigy play a co-op game together. I'm playing as a normal dude. He gets <laughs> I, we join up in co-op together, and he's this fucking She-Hulk with titties bared out, gigantic anime titties running around blowing shit up. I was like, okay. I'm like, okay, with pasties. With pasties, sorry. Yeah, with pasties. <laughs> sorry. Got to keep it PC, right? Anyway, um, I was just like, this is who you are? He's like, yep, this is who I play in the game. I'm like, all right, let's just fucking keep rolling. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, Saints Row the Third was like one of the greatest games. I, I, I don't think that that game gets enough accolades. Because to, because to me at the time, I think people don't understand that it really took down GTA. It out GTA GTA at the time, all right, and it was just an amazing game, um, especially given like what happens later on. That's I, I can just give it away because you basically become a fucking superhero in the goddamn game. Exactly. I mean, if you want to, you play it long enough, you could fucking you're basically invincible, and you could just punch the, you could punch somebody into mincemeat mm-hmm. and have unlimited ammo and shit like that. Um, so Saints Row has a very special place in my heart because of Prodigy's anime titties with pasties being green. <laughs> So Saints Row, the new one, they decided because Saints Row Four came out, um, and they had a couple of the Saints Row games that were basically the same fucking map, mm-hmm. and they just kind of reskinned shit and they did it. It was still fun to me because don't get me wrong, I mean Saints Row is it's a ridiculous fucking game on its premise. It's basically like it, you're basically playing like an '80s action movie the whole fucking time. It's ridiculous, but I love it. Um, so the latest you know Saints Row came out. Yesterday or the day before or some shit. I got it, I think, yesterday. And before I even got it, it was getting, like, really low critics' reviews. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm still getting it. Like, I still bought, like, the whatever fucking edition. I don't, what if, I don't know how to put it. Hold on. Hold the fuck on. I still got the, what is it, the, the Notorious edition. So this is it. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I, I gave him extra money. All right. For my shit. Um, and he has a bunch of other extra shit in here, which, which I, I totally forgot that. There's probably some promo codes in here that I should put in <laughs> to the game for, like, free shit. I forgot. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think when I was watching the reviews, they were basically complaining that um, it's like the old Saints Row. I'm like, but for me, I'm like, I don't really care. Like, the old uh, Saints Row, I, I'll give uh, some leeway. Because I just like doing silly shit in games sometimes. You know, like, sure. I like, like, sticking a grenade down somebody's pants and throwing them in the crowd and, like, blowing them up. <laughs> it, it's not going to get old for me, likely, anytime soon. You know, so um, I'm going to enjoy it. So I, I still bought the game after the... I actually bought the game after the critics' reviews came out. Ooh. I didn't... That's how much I didn't give a fuck about the critics' reviews. <laughs> Damn, <all laughs> right. like... And I bought, like, you know, the, the Taurus edition. So I didn't give a fuck. 
So I, you know, I'm playing the game, and so let me. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it 100 percent honest with you. Okay, I updated the game. I uh, started playing, and I got to the the character the character creator. It's called like the, the boss creator, and literally, oh. first bug I hit was in the was in the character creator. Like I, I got to a point to where I couldn't uh, back out of the menu. I couldn't exit out of the game. I could I well I I, I couldn't exit out of the game. I, I couldn't go back or forward in the character Damn. creator. I was like, bruh, like this is like literally five minutes into the fucking game, and, I, and you're already, I'm already hit with a fucking bug that's game breaking. So I'm like, Ooh. all right. So I give it a little bit. I crash the game. Brought it back up. Then it worked, you know. And the character creator, honestly, this is one of the best character creators that have been <laughs> fucking creative from all of all fucking time. Like they got some for everybody. Like if you want to be whatever you want to be, if you want to be a fucking dude with a dick and some tits, you want to be a fuda, you could be that. You want to have, you know, you want to be an amputee, you can be that. You want to be missing all your limbs and have just fucking what you could be that. You want to have fucking scars and shit, you could be that. Nice. Um, you want to have crazy eyes, fucking shark teeth, broken teeth, fucking no teeth, whatever the fuck teeth you want. It's all there. So the character creator is like one of the most comprehensive that I've ever, it's one of the most comprehensive and inclusive that I've ever fucking seen. They even have fucking alopecia settings and it's multiple alopecia fucking levels that you can have in this fucking game. So do they have uncle Ruckus's revitiligo? Uh, I think so. Yes. I mean, awesome. Like, it's really amazing, like, the amount of shit that you can do in this game. So when people talk about, like, they get mad about... Because I've even seen some of the reviews, like, finally they... I like what Metacritic did, but, like, holding back the the reviews for users now, they, mm-hmm. they wait until the day after, until noon, before you can release your review. Agreed. And I think that that's, that's, good. that's way better than... Having a review before the game even came out that you haven't played, or a minute after it came out, and then you release some shit review or whatever review, because um, people were still saying, "Oh, you know, Saints Row went woke," and I'm just like, "Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, literally, I can walk down the street and punch a, a chick in the face. Like, how is that woke? I can fucking shoot everybody, anybody I want, just because I can customize my character to be like however the fuck I want it to be, or someone else wants it to be." doesn't make it woke it just makes it more sort of accessible to other people like i'm not gonna i'm still gonna make a character like the way that i want my character all right like i, I my character is not a fucking amputee or you know michigan limb or whatever like my character looks generally speaking like me except he's got canine teeth and fucking crazy eyes you know but but other than that looking looks like me you know and i think it's really cool to like have you know a character from somebody that might be you know might not have all their limbs or might have, you know, vitiligo, alopecia or whatever, you know, to have that in the game. Because you can make somebody look like you. And I think that most people take it for granted that most character creators, if you look generic, then you're okay. You know what I mean? So, but other people, like, I think it's cool, like, bring them in. Anyway, um... Beyond that, it's basically uh, it's mainly like Saints Row, the third, sort of in between like third and the second game. Um, okay, it's still ridiculous. Like, what, what's cool is that you get like your own like little crew in the beginning. You basically mm-hmm. like they really modernized it because you're somebody that's trying to make ends meet, um, and having roommates, and you're all like all your roommates are in like different gangs, 
and they're all just like doing like illegal shit to like make ends meet, and then you're the one person that's working for like an actual corporation, like legit to make ends meet. But then you also do like dirt on the side to like make ends meet because sometimes you got to pay rent, right? Okay, so, okay, yeah. And then eventually, I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure eventually in the game, you all come together and like form actual Saints Row to like get your shit going. Nice, okay. But yeah, it's the 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 gunplay feels much better than the old games. Um, the driving feels a little better than, than the old games, which is good. Uh, even your vehicles are customizable a lot. One thing I heard that, w- which I'm not going to like, is the level cap is like 20. And I'm like, that oh. seems relatively low because I'm already on like level 3. So I'm like, that's really low. I'm like in the very beginning of the game. So I don't want to level cap early in the game. Um, but so far, I mean, the, the game seems okay to me for a Saints Row game. Like, I'm not... For me, it's not... I, I'll probably... Like, at this point in time, I'll probably give it, like, a 7. It's not the greatest game, but it's not the worst game either. It's 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 giving me exactly what the fuck I wanted from a Saints Row game. It's, like, it's giving me a little bit more, actually. That's good. Yeah. So, That's good. play the game before, you know... The critics' reviews are out there, but it's also, like... Let's be honest, like, most critic, critics' reviews are older dudes. And most old fair as as we get older, most of us um, we try to think that we have higher we think that we're like a little fancier than we actually really are, but when I'm playing like a Saints Row yeah. game like it's I literally want to devolve a little bit, you know, and enjoy the fucking game, and I think that most people they're like. Oh, I want it to be something sophisticated, like you know, like the the, the latest, you know, GTA, like GTA Five. GTA Five is like so cool. You get to go to all these characters, and it was so well written. And look at the online thing. But it's like okay, but this isn't fucking GTA, all right? It it's it's not GTA. So don't come in with GTA expectations for this game. Like it's not that. It's silly fucking bullshit. And it's it's fun to me. It's still fun. All good. I mean, you're someone who's played it. I'm not going to shit on the game that I have not played yet, but I loved the franchise quite a bit, and it's always been a fucking fun, fun franchise. I was disappointed, though, you know? I mean, because I know, like everybody else in the world, that negative reviews usually have an impact on sale. Yeah, they just do. Yeah. You know? So... Negative reviews can get you in the quote-unquote bargain basement, you know, or bargain bag pretty quickly. Bargain bin. Yeah, bargain bin pretty fucking quickly. Or, you know, you could end up on, you know, Game Pass or PS Plus very quickly, which could be good or bad, depending on how much money you get on the back end. I hope that, you know, they can remove some of the buzz and get some more buzz and be on Twitch and, you know, and and, and things can improve, but... It's a real fucking kick in the dick when I see not even just meet the middle of the road, low fucking scores from critics. And then some users are starting to post now as well, which, again, I don't want that for the fucking franchise, but I know that's going to fucking hurt them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't shy away from the fact that a fr- this franchise was trying to have a resurgence and get back to greatness and prominence and all of that. And, you know, if, if the reviews had gone the other way, if this was like an eight or a nine or something, which Saints Row the Third was getting eights and nines and shit. So um, if that was amazing. back to this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if it was back to the level of, from a just purely review standpoint, of Saints Row the Third 
motherfucker, I would be screaming from the rooftop, Saints Row is goddamn back. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, also, I mean, also you have to play it, but also, you know, it's the there yeah. are some bugs in there. Obviously, I had one that was basically game breaking. Um, I was watching uh, yeah. X Play today, and some of their um, reviewers they they all have the same bug, and it has to do with like a perk that doesn't work at all. And I'd be pretty pissed if I hit that bug because like the bug they were talking about was like it, it has to do with a weapon perk, and it just it just didn't work. Um, and I was just like, wow, like I, I think they need to really patch the game. So I think that that's probably one of the reasons why it's getting a, a lower review, lower review. Um, and I, I have no excuses for that. Like if your game is buggy, then yeah, you're going to get a lower review. Um, but as far as like, I, like I said, I only hit like one main shitty bug, but nothing has broken like me playing through like the main game yet. So. I'll say this. If we were rewind the tape just a little bit, um, he, I was a huge fan of Dying Light. Dying Light 1, I played like <laughs> fucking years and shit. I was hyped as fuck for Dying Light 2. That game was buggy as shit. I still haven't <laughs> yeah. finished it. I was so <laughs> fucking hyped about it. And, I mean, those scores were seven, sometimes even low sixes or whatever. And at first I was like, eh, you know, it's not, maybe it's not as bad. I kept playing through that, man. They had some game-stopping bugs, right? it would put me in a loop where I couldn't literally complete certain missions or I'd complete yeah. it and they'd make me go back and do it again. So, you know, you got to come with your fucking a game. Um, you know, game, these games are fucking expensive, you know what I mean? Like, and they've always been expensive, but it's an expensive hobby and people want to get their money's worth. And when things aren't working, just like with cyberpunk, what was that? 2020 or whatever. This wasn't a bad cyberpunk. I'll, I'll tell you that hundred percent, not as bad as cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if shit don't work, that's all bad. And, and your reputation is, is on the line. And I, I believe you when you say it's not as bad as Cyberpunk, because Cyberpunk was the very first time I had ever seen in my adult life a game be removed at pretty much launch yeah. from PlayStation Store. Like, they took that shit off of there with a the quickness, and it didn't come back for almost a fucking year or more than a year. I had never seen that ever in my fucking life. Yeah, y'all heard me talk about it. Like, I was so fucking hyped for this game. I was just like, this shit is fucking broken. <laughs> I was like, bro, like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Shit, like, basic shit is not working. It's all fucking buggy. And, like, it didn't work on the PS, my PS4 Pro. And then the PS, when I got my PS5, it was, like, just as broken. I was like, dude, like, what the fuck? Go on, let me rewind real quick. One of the cool things about, there's, there's been, like, a major improvement with, um, Saints Row that I think not enough people are like giving it credit for as for like a, a gameplay thing is that they t- kind of took like some elements of uh, Doom into the game where you basically they, they encourage you to just like cause mayhem and just fuck everything up. You have a button that you can press to just like instantly kill somebody and it gives you life back. <laughs> it's just like and you kill them in very creative ways. So it could be like, you know, Dick or pussy stomping and then shooting them in the face, or stabbing them multiple times, or just doing really fucked up shit to them. And sometimes you need to do that because you're like you're low on health and there's really no traditional cover system in the game. So if you but if you're aggressive and you you uh, up your like it's like a, I forget what they call it, but it's like a stack of something. But you can just go through and just keep you know doing insta kills and getting life back. So yeah, fucking doom guy. 
It's all, it all goes back to Doom all the yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> That's a damn uh, Yeah. Damn, that should have been my intro because they did the uh, the Walmart thing, mixed it with the Doom Guy soundtrack. Uh, maybe I'll do it next week. All right. Yeah. All right. Where are we going? Uh, You've been very game heavy. These, yeah, you want to get into the dragons. Oh, fuck. Oh, yes. Oh, did you watch it, Prodigy? You oh, yeah, watched yeah, it last I, night, I right? watched it. I think oh, thank goodness okay. we all watched it. All right, because I was like, bro, okay. I want to talk about it. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. No, no, you watched it on Sunday. I paused my fucking Destiny game, dude. <laughs> Just to you didn't pause. It. You left. You left, like, did. as soon as we finished. Well, let me watch this I'm part. like, where the fuck is you going? Because so I got to watch these dragons. Oh, like, oh, <laughs> you please, please, uh, uh so, so, House of the Dragons, which is on HBO Max right now. Yeah. Um. Is HBO Go even around anymore? It's, <laughs> that that's should... for your phone, but yeah, it should be okay. Yeah. yeah, so it was like it's basically set what 170 some odd years before Daenerys is born and before the events of uh, you know Game of Thrones. So we see the basically the House of Targaryen, their rule of the rulers of Westeros. There's a bunch of Targaryens. There's like 50, 11 of them. And uh, apparently everyone that's, like, either married into the family or, I guess, cousins or whatnot, they all have blonde hair. Even the black dude has blonde he's hair. He's got gray hair. but he's, That's just blonde. That's just dyed, like, fucking juices and berries it, or some it, shit. It looks, it, look, it comes across as, like, basically having almost like white. Yeah, it's like platinum. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Porno blonde. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, we are introduced to a bunch of new characters, right? We get to see a bunch of new characters, but we, we're mainly with, um, House Targaryen, um, for the majority of the episode. We see that the king, uh, he has a daughter, but he's trying to have a male heir to succeed him in the throne. But he doesn't have an heir. Um, there's been a lot of, you know, I guess issues having a second child. But he has his oldest child, who looks like she's fourteen, maybe. I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere in there. Oh, a little, yeah, she's she's a little older because she definitely has a, a consort, of sorts. Oh yeah, I mean, sure, but maybe somewhere not. In the she looks like a teenager. Let's just say she that. does. Yeah. She does look like a teenager, and she probably has like, you know, either her BFF that she also scissors, maybe, maybe not. Not quite well, not, sure. No, no, that's creepy. She's a teenager, so. Yeah, but I mean, we don't see it in the show. But her and her BFM <laughs> are very close. Keep possibly, it going. Keep it going. Possibly intimate. They're but, they're but, vagina close, is what he means. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said scissoring, so you know. I did. I did. So uh, we're we're seeing other. We see like um, quick like references to like House Baratheon, and uh, we there's a Stark. We get a Stark yeah. like towards the end of the show. Um, no House Lannister yet mm-hmm. that I that I saw. Um, what are some other? I think there's a couple of. Oh, we get some some people from Dorne. We see Dorne Knight. That's true. Um, so yeah, so the the king is trying to have an heir, and they're doing a. They're basically having a a med a medieval um uh, re, uh what a uh, gender reveal party kind of or or medieval birthing party. So they have like a, a tournament, a jousting tournament. 
So, well, the, uh, the tournament was not for the kid. He's just it just happened to be when the kid was going to be born. Oh, I, I was missing because I was yeah. I wasn't quite clear. I thought it was kind of a dual thing, like no. one for the brother, which I was about to talk about, and the other was for the um, the queen, possibly giving birth soon or whatnot. No, no, I no. guess that because I, I recently watched it because they okay. they mentioned that you know should we push this back and he said no because I have a feeling that our child's gonna be born during this so let's do it so it'll be more of a celebration. Okay. Better words than what I just said. So yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean the the dialogue is more high Valerian. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we see there are a bunch of dragons. Uh, even the the daughter of the king, uh, her name. What's her name? Renee. Renira. Renira. There you go. Yeah, Renira. She has like a young dragon. So her dragon's like a also roughly like a teenage dragon. Which uh, when she's riding. Uh, the dragon keepers are saying, you know, it's, she's still growing, you know, for young, they even mentioned young dragon. <clears throat> Her uncle has like this huge older, like kind of elder dragon. It, it's kind of, it's kind of like, um, <clears throat> like it looks kind of like Daenerys's um, biggest dragon. Uh, I think he's Viseron or no Drogon. Drogon's her biggest dragon, but he's like that big, maybe even bigger. You can tell it's an aged dragon. But the uncle's like uh, he's keeper of the watch, which is strange because most of us, if you remember Game of Thrones, the watch was usually on the wall, which is this big winter like <clears throat> I don't know skyscraping. But isn't this right. the West Westeros? This is Westeros. Watch? Yeah, but the yeah, their it's, watch? yeah, it's like, like it's like watch? the it's like they're they're basically constables, and no one I guess respected them or whatnot. So. He is commander of the watch, to, and he revamps them to be uh, like these enforcers of the city. So it's kind of like it's kind of messed up because I saw the parallels in this. This is what major cities do when like they get the Olympics. <laughs> you got to crack down. And they try to, yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, you push out the homeless, you push out, you know, the poor, and you make a statement like, you guys are not wanted here. You need to be. We have dignitaries coming. You guys need to clear the streets. But they took it to using the cover of the law to be like, hey, because they there's no courts. There's just like pointing out people. This person's a murderer. This person's a rapist. They're like, oh, this person did this. What they did, whatever crime they did with whatever appendage, they just cut off right in front of everybody. Like if you're a thief, you cut out your hand gets cut off. You're a rapist, your dick gets cut off right in the camera too. They just show some dude's dick. Getting fucking lopped off right on the fucking wood fucking on fucking on a tree. Um, people got their legs cut off. By the end of the scene, there's literally a fucking wagon with just body parts. And like one of the parts that comes out that kind of prominent is this guy who is presumed to be a murderer. His head's been cut off. His head's right on top of <laughs> all these bits and pieces that are hauled away. And so this this starts a trife within the royal court they're like hey we appreciate you trying to you know enforce the law but the way you did it was kind of fucked up and the brother's just like whatever you guys let this shit go lawless they need to fear the law they're gonna fear our red capes or cloaks mm. or no i'm sorry golden gold, goddamn they're gonna right. feel the gold let me spit gold on my fucking cloaks. yeah <laughs> yeah Bruh. they're gonna feel the gold they're gonna feel the golden it's like a it's like a cloak not really a cape. Right? Gold, gold, the gold cloaks. All right, listen. 
hey, it only the, covers the, one shoulder. The chick that hates blue is probably listening right now, and she's fucking writing down <laughs> our names because of you. <laughs> Goddamn it! You need to stop it. All right, yeah, get well, this shit right. <laughs> I'm not trying to die. You're, you're way closer sure. than we are to her. Yeah, make probably. sure. Yeah, so, true. Make sure there's no. Well, yeah, I don't know. She yeah, could have been from Central it. Valley. Maybe she, she might. <laughs> yeah, she could have moved. I'm just making sure no chairs are coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we? You know what we need to do? We need to go back and get a picture of that wonderful woman. Because yeah. <laughs> we get a block out her eyes or something, but we need to hold up a sign like you know you fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, actually, yeah. So I mean, we have it on video, so it's probably on YouTube <laughs> on our channel somewhere. But anyway, uh, so yeah, there we get this thing. The king, his wife goes into labor. The kid is breached. They don't know how to fix the kid. They can't pull the pull the kid around. So they did this medi- medieval C section. And just no yeah. anesthetic or whatnot. Yeah, Go ahead, that's, uh... So hold on, hold on. Um, this was the most brutal thing I've ever seen in any Game of Thrones <laughs> type mean... of world. And one of the most brutal in just TV history. And I know at the Red Wedding, they fucking uh, stabbed and killed a pregnant woman. I, I know that. But this was like, you see her, she tells her husband, hey, I'm done with ha- fucking having more kids because... Yeah. Uh, two or three of them have died and, you know, stillborn and they just didn't make it for very long. I'm done with this shit. This is the last one, motherfucker. This is it. And she's like nine months pregnant telling him this. Then she's having trouble. You see blood on the fucking birthing bed, whatever. Um, And all of her attendants are there and she... Basically, they ask the husband, the king, do you... You know you have to make a decision. It's either going to be the mom or the baby at this point. No, 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 no. It's either the mom or lose both. Or okay, kid, fine. Or you save both. the kid or you lose both. Okay, fair. fair. No, fair. I think a part of you said was correct. I just watched it. It was one or the other. Hmm. Whichever, whichever one. You have to make one of two decisions because someone's finna die. And we know it's probably going to be the mom. She is like off of the poppy and a little like unconscious but barely conscious. And she's slowly starts to come out of it and she sees her loving husband and blah 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 and she looks all confused because they fucking start tying her down and she's panicked like what the fuck is going on what are you doing what's happening he's like don't worry my love blah 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 basically she knows she's gonna die die it right then and there on that bed and that shit was so fucking hard to watch for me obviously she ends up fucking dying and they do get the baby out, but that was, it was bloody. You see the terror in her fucking eyes. And and then it just kind of reminded me though of the fact that, hey, throughout most of human history, childbirth is fucking risky. Even, oh, yeah. even, even today. Fucking, you know, and that was a very visceral reminder of just how fucking risky it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it what's fucked up is that they cut from the top. They didn't cut from like the lower abdomen. They cut from the top of her stomach, ripping her open. Well, because I mean, they, they wouldn't have known, like, because yeah, you know, they were fucking yeah, morons. I know, I know. <laughs> well, they didn't have the tech that we had, but still, they were like, "Well, we're gonna kill this bitch anyway. We're gonna save the kid." But, so it's like, holy shit! Maybe. <laughs> but also, no. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was about this, to get to that, but okay. This was like. Uh, <laughs> What's crazy is like so obviously they wrote 
all this shit like last year. So this has obviously been, you know, all the acting has been done last year, more than likely. Because that added or in even, CGI or for even like further dragons. back. Think, yeah, that added in CGI for like dragons and shit. And, uh, you know, the fact that this particular story hits home today for like Americans um, with like women losing, you know, their. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to say I'm sorry because people are going to be very contrarian if you're on the right or if you believe or if you're like a pro life person, you're you going to be contrarian and say, oh, it's up to the states. Well, some rate, some states are fucking fucked up. They're, you know, draconian at best. So um, having forcing some woman to go through that, you know, and having her lose her life to, to having a baby is just like, dude, that's like seeing the parallels to today it's fucking it, it's it's insanely sad to me that this our society that we live in we're supposed to be so fucking advanced but that that's where we are right now like serious that's where we are right now mm-hmm. like that that's shit like that is would be happening in other states if they didn't have the possibility to like leave the state and go somewhere else shit like that you know, besides modern medicine, would happen right now, and it's yep. fucking sad. And I, I don't. I think that you know, I think that most dudes will watch it and be like, "Yeah, it's fucked up." <laughs> Good, thank God for now. But it's like, no, right now this is still an issue for like for for women. Like every woman, any person that's capable of having of carrying a child, this is a possibility for them. You know, we have modern medicine, but what the like? You know, my 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 partner Kay, she had to like leave the room, and I was just like, yep. Yeah, this is fucked up. And this is like how it was back then. Like we didn't really give there was no there wasn't a lot of value on women's lives back then. And some some could argue in a in a valid way that we're eroding their value today. You know, and it's uh it's pretty bad that, you know, we want to use their bodies as like vessels for another human life, another possible human life. And in the show, like the, the kid didn't even fucking live for an hour. Yep. And so you you butchered your fucking wife, literally butchered your wife to have a son for thirty minutes, maybe fifty minutes, maybe, you know. And yep. I mean, you have a, you have an actual viable human that you know that's living today, contributes today. And you want to put their life their life at risk for a possibility, and to me, it's it's just just too much, you know. I had to step out of the room too. Like I, I literally had to take a fucking break. That shit was brutally fucking painful. And it was a, it was wasn't a quick scene. It was long as fuck. Because well, it happened oh, yeah. twice. I was like, bro, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, man. They, yeah. they literally show the scene where they pull the kid out as well. Yeah, yeah. They come back out. So, yeah, they, and <laughs> and I'll just say quickly say this too: like, don't get it fucking twisted, you know. Especially if you're black or brown. Especially if you're poor. Yeah. That infant mortality rate in this fucking country in 2022 is well below all the other most of the other Western countries. So. Um, I know people, especially Americans, are not used to hearing that, you know, America is number one. I'm telling you right now, America is very disproportionately fucked up when it comes to poor women, 
having children and a lot of them, way too many, not fucking making it. So this shit fucking hit home. It was timely. I like the fact that they didn't pull away in some ways, even though it was really fucking hard to watch. But at the same time that this is going on, you're seeing some of the most brutal violence, as uh, Old Ninja was alluding to, in the joust. And they're cutting and pasting and going back and forth. And you're seeing people butcher them, you know, cut off arms and cut off, bash people's skulls and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know, we're used to that a little bit more with Game of Thrones. But this shit went harder than the ga- uh, Red Wedding, which was also fucking hard to watch. Go ahead. So, <clears throat> as a... Uh... Cronenson brought up the child did not survive. Um, it, it, the thing about the that scene, the end of the well, actually, it's a another scene that's tacked on, is where he's still he's holding the king is holding the child next to his wife that's like slowly dying, if not already dead. The kid still has its umbilical cord, and everybody else is like talking about affairs. Like, what are you going to name the kid? Did y'all name the kid? Uh, what are you going to do about this? What about this? And he's just like, dude. My wife is, like, dying. I'm holding my newborn son. Like, I need a minute type thing. Uh, and then we cut through more of the jousting or whatnot. <clears throat> and then we find out the child dies. There's They have a funeral where everybody's there. And they do, you know, like this uh, ceremonial burial with fire. They have the dragon uh, em- emulate the mother and child. And everyone keeps talking about the king not having an heir. And they can't, his heir can't be female. His heir can't be a girl. They don't say female, they say girl. The heir can't be a girl. He needs to do this. You know, they have like an emergency meeting. Like, what are you going to do? Well, if you, your wife is dead, your kid's dead, you need to name an heir. And he's like, hold on. It's literally the night of their death. And they're having a meeting about who his heir Go ahead. Part of that was also, yo, your brother, who is the heir, is wild as yeah. fuck. Yeah, I was, that was, I was a huge part of it. I, I was about to get to that part because they, as he's trying to grieve, they're trying to push him to kind of name an, a male heir, which is the brother who's like, he was, who was literally leaving a whorehouse to go spy on their, their meeting. And he's like, and the king, he doesn't want to have to choose between you know, the daughter and him. Most of his counsel's like, well, you can't choose the daughter anyway. You have to choose your brother. And then, like, other people have claims of, well, I'm your first, I'm like your third cousin twice removed. You should name me. And I, no, not doing that. It's always funny, like, when I watch, like, when I was watching the show and the, the guy's the king and people are, like, talking shit to him. I'm like, you could just fucking bitch slap them and then just have the guard yeah. kill him. Like, right? yeah. like, what the, f- like, if I'm the goddamn king, I'm doing kingly shit. And if you're like, yeah. you can't yeah. do, I'm like, oh, you can't do, I can't do what? Oh, yeah. well, guess what? You can't breathe no more. Strangle him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm sorry, real quick though. Don't forget, because I got to insert this. Uh, the brother needed some gas station dick pills in that whorehouse. He was struggling, you know what I mean? And we're used to fucking in Game of Thrones. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but. He was not uh, up for a good time. Let's just say that. Uh, dang, but he was a turn of turn of a phrase there. He wasn't. Yeah, good time. but he kept going back, even though he's struggling. He went back. Mm-hmm. And this the second time he goes back is where he apparently he fucks up. So where he says some shit that sets pretty much the rest of the series in motion. 
very much similar to the Game of Thrones episode one, where they push Bron out the window. The brother says some shit like he's drunk, makes a toast to the king for a day, making light of his nephew dying uh, that day. And the king hears about it. And then he summons his brother to the Iron Throne, puts on his crown. That's when he starts doing, as Cronus says, some king shit. Because that's when he tells his brother, you refer to me as your grace. Did you say this? Did you do this? And the brother pretty much admits to it. He's like, well, I'm not going to name you my heir. You're going to go back to you and your fucking dumbass wife. You're going to stay there until called for. Don't fucking ask for no handouts. Take your ass back. He tries to, he tries to pull up on the king. Sure the does. King's guards, the king's guards are right there. He's like, you going to do this to your brothers? I'll fuck what you said. Fuck what you about. Take your ass back home. And also, and that's what he does. Let's be clear, though. This dude was no Jimmy Lannister. He might have been a fighter, but he got he got his fucking ass kicked by a, a goddamn oh, commoner. Yeah, yeah, he got his ass kicked by a commoner. Yeah. So, so. Wait, 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 was he a commoner though? The one from Doran? I thought he was. Uh, he's commoner. No, he was. <laughs> so. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he was the the um, the guy who sits to the right of the king. Uh, he has a title. The hand. Uh, he, it wasn't the hand. No, the hand son. No, not the hand. That wasn't the hand no. son because he got he got it, fucked up. No, he was he was the son of of the of like his one of his counselors, the guy on the right. I don't know, I don't I don't remember his title at the moment, but okay, well, it there, was like there, his son. The hand, his son, got fucked up. Oh yeah, by yeah. the the brother. So yep. yeah, so the brothers went, and then um, we get the king. He relents, and he he names. Uh, uh, I keep thinking Rhea Silva because that's that's from Destiny. Is it <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Rhaenyra. Yeah, it is Rhaenyra. Real quick, it's, she's it's 30 cool. years old. So, oh, the shit. actress, she's Wait, 30 who? years old. The, Rhaenyra, the, the young Rhaenyra, She's 30 years old. Wow. Yeah, yeah she looks 14. <laughs> but he he officially names her uh, his heir in front of a dead dragon. There's like a room with a giant dead dragon i believe that's in uh in game of thrones except it's bones yes well i mean it was bones and that one is a skull yeah i thought this still had skin on it but i watched it recently so yeah so but he tells he tells uh the student about their ancestor aegon targaryen who had a dream about a great winter and about whatever's inside this storm inside the winter will destroy the world of men. And this is a family secret that they've passed on through generations, at least I believe two generations. And he passes this secret on to her. This is why a Targaryen must remain on the throne in order to unite the worlds of men. And he makes his daughter promise to not tell this to anyone, but to pass this to her heir. But mm-hmm. also this is hilarious because Literally, like in the same episode, he talked about his dream of having his son surpassing him, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he definitely didn't. Yeah, he sure so, didn't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he did. He did pass him in death. He died before him. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> Sometimes dreams don't mean shit. But then, then the other thing I was gonna say, which was extra slimy, and I, I think we kind of glossed over this. Oh yeah, I forgot that, about that. The hand of the fucking king. The, who's on the council? 
he sure did send his teenage daughter to comfort yeah. the king. Yeah. Dress, yeah. Put your mama's best dress on yes. and go see him right now. And I couldn't think of anything fucking slimier. Like, literally, he was like, it'd be a great thing for me politically if the king were to knock you up. You know? Yeah. yeah. It sure would be. And he, she, she literally asked him, like, I, I'm to go see the king and do what? He's like, you know, comfort him. Just be by his side. You know, I don't know. Think of something. And I'm like, oh, damn. He just pimped out his daughter. He just pimped out his daughter. Go yeah. go ahead and make sure that he implants you with a kid. Yeah. I mean, what makes it worse, obviously, is she obviously knows not only the king, but she's besties with the king's daughter as well. Yeah, right? yeah. She's, she's, like, she's scissor, scissor besties. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of the podcast. Scissor besties. Uh, about to say, I'm all I mean, scissor sisters. You this know, was just fucking slimy. But real quick to rewind, um, how about the fucking Iron Throne is badass as shit? Like, yeah, there's a lot more swords. Oh yeah, that was, looks way better. Swords, yeah. like that. It was cool. I was like, wait a minute, was that in the old one? I was like, no, no wait. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. But also, I don't know if y'all picked up on this. I have a theory, just a theory. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so remember uh, when the king was talking about oh yeah like a sword on his back because he got poked by the throne. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's, it's I'm pretty sure it's like whatever the version of staff infection is. Yep, back oh. in their day, I'm pretty sure it's staff, and I'm pretty sure the brother is putting on something on the throne that is fucking him up because when he sat down again and he pricked pricked his thumb on the throne and it didn't heal correctly, he had to like wrap it up. And it was mm-hmm. just like, oh, what the... Like, after he just, like, chided him, I'm pretty... Because remember, the, the brother sat on the throne uh, when Rhaenyra... pretty sure I pronounced her name. When she went in to go see him, and he was just sitting on the fucking throne. It's like, what you are sure you doing what? here? But he wasn't sitting... No, he wasn't sitting normally. He was like... He had his feet up, kind of. He was sitting at, like, an angle. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure he's, like, putting some shit on the throne just to infect his brother. That's yeah. my theory. And okay. it's work, it's working because I, I I think there's validity to your theory. It's working because them wounds are not fucking healing, and also the king just seems weak and fragile. You know what I mean? I mean that's like what, he, that's what incest does, but you know. <laughs> yeah, oh is. God, dang! Uh, there you fucking go. Um, <laughs> Surprised it's not fucking a cyclops, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> can we get to uh, brother man with the locks though? Oh, not yes. drinking. He was just like, look, it. Uh, these folks are crazy. These folks are wild. Uh, you don't, uh, Skip my cup. You can't, I, 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 you can't like, I like how you said that. These folks. Anyway. Yeah. So y'all think of that if you want, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. Y'all, you save me from this shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's married to... The rightful heir. Yeah. yeah. And she has... I feel like she barely said a word in this entire episode, but you see her she said, often. She says she says like maybe two lines in there, and it's chastising what they're watching. She's like talking shit, and they have their kids. They have two kids right in front of them. So, well, the other thing that's really interesting about that though is if she's the rightful heir, and obviously there's some you know blatantly anti uh, woman being on the throne shit going on, but she had to just like her husband pledge loyalty to the throne when um sorry her our girl what's her name again Rhaenyra. 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 
Yeah, I mean, she is, I mean, with the king, it's his direct descendants. But the king has the power to appoint mm-hmm. someone within the family to be the heir. And she's his, I don't know, is that his sister? Because I never heard them say sister. I'm pretty sure he, she's the older sister. Okay. Oh. So that's why she's the rightful heir. She's, she should be, you know, if you're not a misogynist, <laughs> the rightful yeah, heir. Yeah. But but to them, the brother, because he had no son, was the next in line, which they all thought he was going to appoint, but they all knew that he'd be too wild. Oh, no, he'd be trying hold to on, be, be, hold on, let's rewind a little bit. Before, like, that, who's the king currently in the show should not be the king. It yeah. should be mm-hmm. the oldest daughter. But this is when it comes to, like, you know, fucked up man shit. <laughs> so um, she should have been the heir. But yeah, yeah, he, he picked the the youngest uh, son or whatever. Or I guess maybe maybe the oldest son, but it should have been her. Yeah, but what was interesting to me is it didn't seem like the current king and the should be queen should be queen have much of a relationship at all. There seems like there is a rivalry. They don't talk. I mean, shit. yeah, you would. Would you moved. want to have a relationship with somebody that just like stole your fucking birthright? I mean, well, I, then I, again, I, I totally get that. But then at the same time, there's been a huge pair of deaths in the family. You know yeah. what I mean? But I also feel like she, it seems they allude to that she lives in the far lands, like she lives near the water, because. Mm-hmm. We know in the original uh, Game of Thrones, Westeros is pretty far from like all the fishing, like uh, clans or houses. So uh, I think that's sort of incorrect because Westeros is literally on the water. It's a coast. It's on a it's on a hill cliff. Yeah, but they don't. The, where's the cliff go to? But they don't have like a, apparently they don't have fishing good or a shipping line. Yes, they, they do. Have, they have literally, they have port. It is a port city. Okay, did, but didn't the uh, the uh, the emperor or yeah the emperor have, do something at the port like with yeah because they because they had Euron who was trying to wed the queen from Game of Thrones he had a whole vast like uh, fleet well, apparently he, they lack at Westeros Euron was he he, he lived on an island but Westeros like where King's Landing is it's literally a port city. Okay. I mean, if you, um, every, every time they show King's Landing, there's a cliffs and it's just water, and you see the ports there. Like, remember when the when they went to go attack? Well, when they're getting attacked by Euron, they were mm-hmm. attacking from the port. They were attacking from like it was like a bay. I'm pretty sure it was like a bay, and oh they got God. fucked up by a goddamn dragon. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah, you could have a port to you know probably receive, but it doesn't look like it didn't. Appears if they were doing any real business at the port, it was only there to receive like goods. Like it didn't goods seem like they is, had a fleet. That that is business. So, but any, it didn't any, seem like they had a fleet. Like I don't remember. They, they had a fleet. But also, if you have dragons, you don't really need a fucking fleet back True. then. You got an air force. Yeah, <laughs> air force, which nobody else has. Yeah, especially back then. Like if if you have any sort of air superiority, you don't really need a lot of boats, but. They definitely had, you know, port trade in King's Landing. Yeah, I, I tend I tend to remember some port stuff multiple times. Um, I feel like the city, the deeper you go into the city, 
you're a little bit further away from the port. Cause yes. like, you know what I mean? Like I, I remember seeing some shit from above, especially in the last episode or two, uh, King's Landing is kind of winding and up a hill and whatnot, but there's still a port. There's still some kind of fucking um, naval or uh, maritime fucking uh, trade that goes on. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, but here's what would be helpful. Just like in the fucking first series, a fucking map. And maybe they'll do that later. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. Shit. that was my, one of my favorite things, you know? Yeah. And especially when they would add like new shit to the map, like, oh shit, that's the wall. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beyond the wall. That's where they fucking are. Like, that shit was cool. To check. Or when we saw Dorn or whatever the fuck on the map, that was awesome. Yeah, we saw Dorn, yeah. And I think that's like, this is almost like a second coming of like fantasy in general for at least American an American audience. Cause this is like, this is a fan, like a fantasy book that's coming to life. And like having like, you know, silly shit, like a map goes a long goddamn way to like understand where shit is. Cause it's super easy to forget like where things are in your head. But yeah. if you see a physical representation of like where it is, it's way more awesome. And I love when fantasy books do something like that to like give you, like a, a, a visual reminder of like where things are in this, you know, universe or place. Oh yeah. yeah. Fucking Lord of the Rings has a fucking map. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and remember there was event, multiple events going on in game of Thrones that were like hundreds of miles apart. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean? like more than a day's horse fucking ride. So that shit was dope as fuck. Uh, I'd love to see that return. And then kind of alluding to your point, Kronos, yeah, we're in a fucking maybe another golden era because we have not only House of the Dragons, but we're right at the cusp of Amazon's, you know, Ring Lord of, of Power. Ring. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's and in then two it, weeks or a week. Yeah. And so I'm, these are going to be competing. I'm surprised that I haven't, like, gotten a thing for this yet. I thought you were just keeping it on the low. No, use, <laughs> I, I'll tell you guys. If I get early access to, like, major things like the boys or... You know, even like uh, League of Their Own and Paper Girls. Like, I'll let you guys know. But, yeah, this one I have nothing on yet. Sure. Um, I, I got to oh, talk yeah, about... You, go ahead. You haven't talked about Paper Girls. I, I, I only watched, like, the first episode because Kay didn't want to uh, watch the rest of it. Um, but okay. it, as far as I, concerned, I was concerned, it was really good from, like, the comic book perspective. Um, but what I will want to talk about a little bit more... It, are we done with... Uh, yeah, we, we okay. pretty much covered all of it. I want to talk briefly, well, maybe not briefly, because uh, I don't know you guys' take on this yet, but um, A League of Their Own, it took a really, it's out now, yeah, because I'm watching it on Prime now. Um, it took a really solid, like, different direction from the movie, and I think it's going to be super hit or miss for the audience, because okay. if if you're expecting A League of Their Own being led by, you know, a... Tom Hanks character leading a bunch of women to like winning a championship for you know baseball that is not what you're going to get in this show okay and if you're an older person like we all are I hate saying older I just turned fucking 43 so I guess I am older <laughs> alright but that's, that's not what you're going to get but I think it's for a good reason because when you think about like the actual timeline of when A League of Their Own came out it was during World War II and um, the story that they told was not realistic at all. Like, it wasn't. Like, when you talk about, like, the, the women that were playing baseball and the fact that there was, like, they never even addressed people of color anywhere in the movie, like, at all, like, from what I remember. It was all just... There, 
there was one wink and a nod to it, and it was subtle. Yeah, that's that's not enough when it yeah. comes to like that era, because um, that was this is like through like the civil rights era, you know, um, pretty close. Well, I was in the forties, so mm-hmm. it was leading up to there was definitely civil unrest for people of color. You know, it was starting up. It, not even starting up. It was still continuing through. Anyway, um, they definitely addressed, first of all, people of color and women's issues of, like, their men being away and, and actually, you know, uh, queer people in the show. And I think Ooh. that's probably way more likely than the portrayal that we were used to from, like, the, the movie in the 90s. Because if you're going to tell me that, you know, the vast majority of, you know, able-bodied men got sent to a foreign country to fight a war that there would be no like change in the woman populace in America. I would say you're probably just, that's not accurate. Like there's probably going to be people that are just like, there's probably going to be a rise in lesbianism and, you know, queer people and people just wanting to act the way they want to act while they're, spouses away and also people of color like what they're going through like replacing jobs for traditionally white male roles um during you know the war and they definitely do address way better in this show it wasn't a wink and a nod it's very direct especially because like one of the characters is a you know african-american female who is trying to get on uh, a male baseball team and then also a female baseball team and like seeing like the issues that she's having with both of those. And um, I think it's, it's well done for me, but I can also see if somebody's just like, Oh my God, this is too much. Like there's too many of the fucking rainbow people, you know, like, okay, I guess. But um, I, I really like the show um, because I, th- I think it's more honest than the original movie. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. But that may be one of the great things about a series versus a movie as well. Yeah. Just you have an opportunity with more screen time to dive a little deeper on things. I mean, remember, it went a different direction. But the Watchmen movie and obviously comic yes. books, the Watchmen series, that went all kinds of different areas that I didn't see coming. Uh, and I love that fucking roller coaster, and it it brought in much more context of the larger world at that fucking time. So I'll give it a fucking shot. You know what I mean? It it, it sounds interesting. I loved the movie back in the day. I I thought it was really fucking cool. I've seen it multiple times since. Oh, sorry, the main act for you, you probably like it because the the main actress, one of the main actresses, was in um one of those shows that you like. What was it called? Like. Food is anonymous. No, no, yeah. no, no. It's reviewer. <laughs> I don't think interspecies reviewers had it. No, it was a fucking. Oh. It's in a two white chicks that were like, oh, two broke girls. No, they're kind of like, oh, uh, a broad city. Yeah, I think it was one of the chicks from Broad City. Isn't that? Oh, is it that my, sure? my girl uh, Alana or the other one? Uh, oh, I, I gotta look up now. Okay. Yeah, I like them both. They they were hilarious. I, I will tell you in a second here. The um, one athletic. I bet it's the one I'm thinking of. Is it a- Abby Jackson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be her. Yeah, yeah. Really talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were great on that series. Both of them. So is that her? Um, let's look it up. Yes, that is her. 
Cool. Yeah, she's uh, Carson. Yeah, the League of Their Own. Yeah, that's her. And she's a uh, she's yeah. she a, a good role in this. Very nice. Uh, real quick, Bay Area kind of history and whatnot. If you're in the Bay Area and Jacobson, haven't ever sorry, been, Abby Jacobson. Jacobson, yeah, 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 she's good. If you're in the Bay Area and never have heard of it or uh, been a part of it, in that same fucking time period, uh, there's the Rosie Rosie the Riveter Museum. Yeah, and it's right over. It's either in Richmond or Vallejo, but it, it's fucking certainly Bay Area. I think it's Richmond proper. I, I did not go, but yeah, this is literally like they kind of they address that like women yep. taking over traditionally male jobs in like you know industrial work. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and, and all by design, and, and that, you talk about leading uh, an event that uh, spurred the women's rights move, movement, you know, women working and earning money of their own was huge. So, yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All good. Yeah, all good. Let's wrap it up, though. Uh, old Dendy, what you got? Um, we didn't talk about it, but gonna be watching She-Hulk episode two probably tonight or tomorrow. Oh, I didn't talk about She-Hulk at all. I actually, yeah. real quick, what are your thoughts about the show? Just tell me if you liked it or you didn't like it. That's it. I liked it. Okay. Um, but I'm going to like a two-day birthday celebration thing earlier next week. Um going to be at a, uh, I can't think of the name, but it's a brewery that's like in the mountains off of 280. Uh, it's next to a stream or like an old creek. And it's got like some, uh, you know, like some old uh, artifacts in the 1800s uh, from the California stuff that's there. But it's a nice brewery. It's in the middle of like the, you know, forest kind of thing. I'll be there and there. Uh, I'll be there for a birthday thing and then we're doing another thing the following night. I'm going to try to finish uh, Westworld. The series season finale was like last week and I haven't caught up and um, watching uh, some of this with Lock and Key. Uh, did y'all catch this bonus episode of the Sandman? No, I still got to finish watching the show. Okay. I'm, I'm working I'm working my way through, but uh, everything y'all said last week is absolutely correct. I fucking love it. That's a great and then, uh, yeah, just uh, just trying to stay cool because it's been fucking hot up here for some weird reason. And it's been like weird, like oh, sometimes it's weird overcast, but it's like super humid. <laughs> yeah, it's like that down here too. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, oh, I guess we're all gonna die in the next three months, I guess. So that's it for me. <laughs> Bonus, what you got? Well, I'm still moving in, you know, to my my new place. the uh, The new Infinity Base is actually quite large. It's uh kind of nice like literally the build like what you're seeing me in it's it's literally a shed so it's kind of getting back to the to the roots of the show again i guess um i i like the building but also i'm gonna i'm gonna move in a year so (laughs) shit uh yeah i'm uh trying to get back to like a normal uh schedule now i'm I'm going i found a new a new jujitsu gym and i look forward to going back tomorrow and training training again and getting back into like my normal routine i've been without my normal routine for over two years now and it's really been bothering me um it's affected my life significantly so looking forward to getting back to that 
And uh, I look forward to actually going back up to the Bay Area in two weeks to go to the Chin Wedding. Uh, so Mr. Oh, no. Mr. Okay. X is uh, is getting married. And I look forward to coming up there and, uh, and seeing them and, and all my friends that are up there. So, yeah, and I'm also looking forward to playing more, more Saints Row. And I'm actually putting more focus on getting into better shape. I'm not in bad shape by any means, but I think I need to take it up another notch. Maybe I'll take some of the finest Mexican supplements to get there. I don't know. No, I'm definitely not. I'm just going to just get in normal shape. Mike, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm close to Tijuana. I mean, I could probably get them. Oh, that's true. Run across the border. Tijuana has the best gas station dick pills. They also have the best gas because it's cheap as fuck down there. I need need to re-up my goddamn passport because we're so goddamn close. It's like, what, fucking 10 miles away? Not even that. Run for the border. Yeah. Good shit. Um, For me, I am definitely going to be playing all of this Destiny 2. That shit has gotten in my fucking psyche. I like being a guardian and shit, so I'm I'm really enjoying all all that DLC. I didn't get a chance to properly shit all up on Kathy Yan. They gave her another li- uh, live-action directing debut. I will shit on her more next week. Her wow. my mail obviously went on red. Fuck that, busy. Um, and then I'm gonna for sure see some Dragon Ball Super superhero. The fucking movie, number one movie in fucking North America That's last crazy. weekend. I great things about it. So. Yeah. Remember back in the day when, like, we're actually, I think back in the day, probably you probably didn't even watch Dragon Ball, the original Dragon Ball, back in like not the uh, original. Yeah. I started with like a like a, a late weeb. Okay, so <laughs> back in like the early mid nineties, when Dragon Ball first came out, it was like like the only goddamn nerds like like me were like watching that. Actually, I was like, honestly, I was only a, the, I was almost too much of like not a nerd. I was still a nerd, you know, but. I was like socially acceptable, sort of, way more than others that were watching Dragon Ball at the time. Not even Z, Dragon Ball mm-hmm. um, at the time. And it's just amazing to see anime proliferate, you know, the American um, culture. Like, I, I never, even though I, I literally started the anime club at my high school, but I never would have thought that anime would have just exploded to be culturally acceptable. Today, it's amazing. Man. I fucking love shout it. Out, shout out to Megan the Stallion doing her concert oh at Sailor God. Moon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, about her, the great thing about her is she'll cosplay as all kind of anime play, uh, all, all kind of anime characters, and she'll go to Tokyo and she'll go to like the JoJo Museum and all, like she's a serious weeb all the way around. Yeah, Multiple but she did. Animes. She did her content. Basically in cosplay, at a huge event, like yep. there's thousands of people there. So uh, yeah, uh, honestly, it made me like when I heard that song about I forget what song the name of the song, when she was talking about get, getting eaten out to somebody while, while watching Naruto. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, like I'm sold now. You you got me. <laughs> I mean, I'm listening oh. to music now. Like body, I got it. All right, you like you're cool now. So I mean, you probably always been cool your entire fucking life, but. For a nerd like me, I was just like, you're talking about shit that most people don't talk about. And, uh, yeah. And th- going to Japan and dressing up as Sailor Moon with your ass hanging out. Like, like so when I, when I first watched the, when I first saw the pictures, I saw her from the front. And I was just like, mm. oh, yeah, she's like Sailor Moon. But then I saw a video and I was like, oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> that is only half a skirt, ma'am. 
<laughs> so, yeah, and the, the the half is in the front. It's not the half mm. in like the yeah the back. yeah. Thank you, mm. <laughs> <laughs> ma'am. Uh, Mitch, ma'am. Facebook right. an anime pussy. All right, I will need to take us out. Oh <laughs> uh, wow, you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. The dankest podcast on the internet. Check us out anywhere and everywhere with B, then BTI. That's B T H A N B T I. Anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Yes, that means Apple Podcasts. Yes, that means Spotify. Yes, iHeartRadio. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there. On Amazon, we have an app to let you know when we go live. You can watch us on it. Uh, check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash bti you can email us at bzmbti at gmail.com uh we have a discord a lot of people don't i guess still don't know but there's not i mean there's a good amount of people in there but email us let us know you want to join the discord we'll send you an invite get you up in there you'll get some exclusive stuff in there uh more candid talk more dankness that you need no dick pics Oh, uh, unless you're Fuda, I guess. Then you can send it back to Prodigy privately. This is not the rest of us I trust, you guys. Sorry, y'all. Yet many questions remain unanswered.